What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Parker Chronicles podcast, where we talk and review movies of all kinds, where we ridicule them, we we talk about the things we love about them, and we just have a great discussion. And today, we don't just have DNA Gaming back for the third week in a row, but we also have another guest, and he's below me. I gotta look at the overlay. He's below me. We got Umbreon Untamed. Welcome in, sir. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Series without having me here, so I'm I'm just happy to be here. Well, I am happy to have you here, my man. DNA Gaming. Well, right now it's 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 Aridella, but the the other half of DNA Gaming will be here soon. How are you today? Good. How are you? I I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm I, th listen. I of all the other streams that I do during the week, this is the one that I'm most excited for. I always look forward to today because I love talking movies and to be able to talk movies with, you know, my friends and with, with chat. Wait, hold on. I didn't sign up to be your friend. I well, just signed you're, up. You're, you're, you're blood. So you're kind of attached. <laughs> I mean, so, you are a Steelers fan, so I have an objection there. Who me? What? All right. Well, we're going to take a pause. Since we're at the beginning here. We got some people showing some love here in the chat. Ro Thunder Ronan, thank you so much for the four biddies. And Spief, thank you so much for the 25 biddies. Thank you for the love right here in the beginning, guys. Thank you. Uh, before we get started on the topic at hand, which today is Godzilla, King of the Monsters, uh, we are going to talk about a poll that we uh, that I did on Twitter uh, to because we only got two episodes left of the Monsterverse, which is this episode today. And then next week, which is Godzilla versus Kong, uh, we're going to announce the next series that we are going to be reviewing after the MonsterVerse, and that, of course, chat, is Jaws. We are going to be doing the Jaws series. Yes, chat, there is more than one movie. For anyone who does not know, there is more than one film. There's actually four. I'm very excited. As somebody who loves jaws i'm very uh, this is just it gets me all giddy inside and i can't wait to talk about the better films that take place later on <laughs> but today Ronan, thank you so much for those 32 biddies appreciate all the love here in the beginning today we are talking about godzilla king of the monsters and guess what i was ill prepared and forgot to pull up imdb because i don't know the release date of this movie i think it was 2019 2019 yeah See, chat. I was so prepared today. This is already starting off with a bang. Come on, come on, pop it up. We got, I got lots of info. I need to pop. I need. I, I got. You know, this helps my my memory here. Released May thirty first, twenty nineteen. Directed by Michael Doherty. Uh, he is most famous for, can anybody here in the chat, without looking it up, can anybody here in the chat tell me what two films he is most famous for before he directed this film? Did you raise your hand on Brian? I saw you. Let, let it rip. Uh, I was Monsters, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, no, that was... Was Mon... No, I don't think... No, that, that was, was, that was Gareth Edwards. No, 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 that was Gareth Edwards. Okay. Uh, I know one of them. I know one of them. All right. I yeah, I am over pointing. Oh, no. Uh, trick or treat trick or treat uh, which is an amazing in my eyes it is a great 
I said amazing, which I actually I should just stick to my word there. It's amazing. I love it. It's a cool Halloween anthology kind of like, you know, different stories that interconnect. I recommend it. Good Halloween movie. And he also directed Krampus, which is actually a good film starring Tony Collette. Um, oh, God, what's his name from Parks and Rec? Adam Scott. Uh, but yeah, those two, those two movies. Highly recommend them for uh, ho- around Halloween time. But yeah, he also did uh, Superman Returns as well. No, that was Brian Singer. No, 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 no. He he was the he was the writer. Oh, Superman right. Okay, sorry, sorry. I thought you were talking about director. But yeah, he did write Superman Returns. Thank you for that because <laughs> we needed to be reminded of that movie. Um, yeah movie. this this movie has so many people in it. This is another Kong Skull Island situation here there's a lot of characters in this film and there's even a part where i didn't realize that the same actress was playing this uh, two different characters in different parts which was weird because they were twins yeah we'll get to that (laughs) listen that's pretty normal in these movies because the last movie the character the guy that plays oh my god i'm gonna draw like the the soldier the soldier in the beginning plays the son at the end so yeah 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 we talked about um Marlo. Marlo. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, but this movie has Kyle Chandler, which he's been in a bunch of stuff. Funny thing is, Kyle Chandler actually was in King Kong 2005, um, which is pretty cool how it kind of connects. And of course, he'll be it uh, reun- reunited with a different Kong in the next film. Uh, we have Vera Farminga, who is just amazing in everything she does. If you mm-hmm. haven't seen Bates Motel, watch it she's fantastic in that and she's great in the conjuring movies and pretty much everything she's in uh millie bobby brown coming off of stranger things uh ken watanabe coming back as dr sarazawa um and sally hawkins coming back as dr vivian graham we have charles dance from game of thrones and a bunch of other movies (coughs) um i mean i could there's literally this list goes on and on so it really is a star-studded cast. Absolutely, yeah, there's a lot of people in this movie. Um, all right, so we like we do every week. Let's go around and talk about what we think or what we thought of this movie. And we're gonna start with our with our our new guest here, Umbreon. Hit me. So, being a lifelong Godzilla fan, um, I, I'm always gonna say, you know, the movie's good. The movie was not bad whatsoever. It definitely blows. It blows the 2014 Godzilla out of the water. I think we can all agree that as a as a consensus. Movie was a little long at parts. The beginning felt a little bit long in the tooth. Kind of, kind of. It took a while to develop and really draw everything out. But we finally got. We were missing out of the 2014 movie. We finally got a lot more monster fights. It was a better, better acting job than the first go around. But the movie is not without flaws, which, of course, we will delve deeper into those. But so far, I will say that, in my opinion, I think it was the best movie of the series. But that's also up to everybody's interpretation. All right. DNA Gaming. Dan, it's good to see you, man. I'm here. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I'm here. I had to take care of some stuff on the back end. Don't mind oh, you're me. good. You're good. Your turn. Oh, no. I See, I wrote down... Um, uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters, a.k.a. what Godzilla 2014 should have been. Or something like it. Or, no. Well, no, it, I mean, it you definitely... can't get Ghidorah like it right out of the gate. You just keep like, Ghidorah. 
No, I'm talking about I'm talking about acting. I'm talking about cinematography. It was all amazing. So, and she's got the right shirt on. So you should know how you should know how I feel about this. Uh, Mega Man is awesome, and it's it's actually. I mean, it's uh, it's also nice to see that you're not dying this week. Oh, I'm totally not dying. (laughs) Actually, and by the way, I always have Mega Man on me because I have one printed on my body forever. But anyway, that's beside the point. (laughs) Anyway, uh, as for my standpoint for this movie, is again like Umbreon being a Godzilla fan since the beginning of time, my perceivable time. um, I love the amount of callbacks, nods, uh, um, references, all that to classic films, um, everything, characters, all that stuff. I love that in this movie. Pacing was uh, a little spotty at times, but for the most part, I, I was fine. It was it was serviceable. It wasn't uh, distracting too much. Uh, the fights were way better, and uh, the guy who did the music for this thing uh, in the movie, I want to say it was Bear McCready, I think. Yeah, yes. uh, could have done all the most reverse mu- music, hands down. He did the soundtrack for God of War, which is my favorite game. It's yeah, he's a fantastic composer. I'm just glad that he referenced uh, Akira Fukube, who was the uh, composer for a lot of the Showa Godzilla films, and that is what was a big thing for me That's as awesome. a fan. Nemesis. All right, so this is going to sound weird, but my like the biggest thing I got from this movie that was my favorite was Mothra, and I'm going to say that because it was kind of like that unsung hero. There were so many titans and so many things going on, but it was like. Mothra was that it was not saying it wasn't a big part of the movie, but it was like that unsung hero that wasn't the big, you know, Ghidorah or Rodin or anything like that. But I just like how they interpreted Mothra in that movie. I thought it was pretty awesome. Uh, I love this movie. I, I, I mean, I'm a sucker for just, I mean, it, it's a bunch of, it's a, it's a bunch of Titans just fighting each other. And it's great. Listen, we've talked about this the last couple of weeks. The stories, the human element of these films are not going to be... Uh, I, they're not, I feel like they're never going to be super strong. They're never going to be able to hold up to what's going on with the Titans. I think they tried a lot harder in this movie than they did in the 2014 Godzilla. Um, but I think the, the, the thing we talked about with like Kong was that there was so many characters and with the with Kong where it was kind of like we we kind of loved everybody who was in that like there was a lot of characters but we all kind of we liked at least most of the characters that were there we we, we all had a somewhat of a person you know relationship with them where I feel like there was just way too many characters in this film like just so many like especially military they could have cut a bunch of those guys out I think they kept like O'Shea Jackson aka Ice Cube's son. Uh they kept him in the movie too long. There was like three times he should have died and he just kept surviving. It's like we can't kill him. <laughs> but however, he was, he was a genuine good breath of fresh air and good side comic relief yeah. next to Dr. Rick Stanton. Yeah. You can't you can't. Yeah. Yeah. Um Vera, Vera Farmiga, like I was talking about when we were we were listening to cast off, she goes she always goes ham in every movie she does. It, it doesn't matter how much like it, like. Listen, you're gonna be you're kind of gonna be a, you're gonna be a bad guy, but you but you think you're doing good things. She's like, I got this. Like she is great. Her character is probably is a little overdone, but 
it's with how good with how good she is i just didn't care i think um alan jonah was eh, i feel like I, I, there's so many movies out there where it's like these big like a big monster and then we have some sort of secret organization coming in and trying to 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 take things over and it's just kind of like a very that plot point for me was very generic but I enjoyed the hell out of it. We got we got all of the Titans. We got Rodan. We got King Ghidorah. We got Godzilla. We got Mothra. We got other Titans that you only see in like movie clips, but they're still super cool. We even we even see the the creatures for the Muto. It's definitely a new one, but we see a a similar species at the end of the movie, which I thought was a cool callback. Um, but yeah, overall, I enjoyed the hell out of this movie. Uh, more for the someone's, Titans. Someone's not a fan of Mothra. They don't like that I brought up. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like Mothra? Never have. Oh. No, the only she's only had a few memorable good appearances, in my opinion. She does the same thing in every movie. She shows up and dies. That's what she does. Her kids are better than she is. She she dies in response. <laughs> she's she the does. gift that keeps on giving. Yep. She's Mo- a video game character. Spawn point personified. <laughs> but yeah, overall, this film was a lot of fun. You know, I think for me, I watch these films and I don't take them super serious. I'm like, I'm not like, you know, the story, like the story is definitely not, you know, super compelling, but it makes sense to the situation. Um, the whole, you know, we're saving the world, yet these things are destroying it. Oh, but we're all <laughs> going to die anyways. So who cares? <laughs> like, okay, int- okay, okay, crazy lady. <laughs> Some interesting yeah. motivation with your, with your, with your weird. Yeah. All right. Let's get going on the plot. So it all starts with a throwback to the end of Godzilla 2014, but we see Kyle Chandler calling out Andrew, which you find out is <laughs> his and Vera Farmiga's son, right? That is, this mm-hmm. is the first, am I missing out? This is the first clip. This is the first scene, right? No, no, no you're, you're good. good. Just some okay. 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 My note says, yeah. Andrew. <laughs> Dan shaking his head. I'm like, am I already off? No, like, no. I'm sorry. You're good. I, I apologize. It's like, wait, we just oh, got oh, here. What? Oh, uh, before actually, before I continue, uh, this movie did not do well in theaters. It actually, uh, it actually, well, somewhat bombed in theaters. But they yeah. already had, they already had two other films. They already had this universe. They're like, we, we can't. Who cares? We're gonna make Godzilla versus Kong. This was, this was already in the works. But in normality, this movie probably would have just... Yeah, go ahead. I yeah, I was like, yeah, can I, can I make a small complaint about that? Yeah, go ahead. What, what pissed me off about, about the reason why the reason why critics said that it flopped, they complained about the first movie because they said it was too much human, not enough monster. Then we get to this movie, and they complained that too much monster, not enough focus on the human characters. Yep. What? Cannot appease what the want? It's the same yeah, thing with Transformers. We're we in 2021. Week. Uh, but Transformers was a bad series, though. But if you focus more on the Transformers instead of the humans, it probably would have been better films. Oh, and don't have Michael Bay be your director. But we'll get to yeah. that series. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so let's go back to the plot. So we see Kyle Chandler's character, which uh, refresh me on their names. Because um, oh, Mark, Dr. Mark Russell, which you don't figure yeah. that out until later. But uh, we see Kyle Chandler's character. Mark Russell and his at the time wife uh, Emma Russell Emma. holding young Millie Bobby Brown, but she it's not her, of course. Um, as 
Godzilla is tearing through uh, what was it? San Francisco. Um, and they're trying to find their son who, you know, of course you figure out dies in the wreckage of the fight between Godzilla and the, in the Mutos. And then it like does this really cool fade between her at that time to her in the current timeline. Uh, and she's just reminiscing about, about that. And, uh, then we see uh, Millie. We meet Millie Bobby Brown's character, which is Madison Russell. She's cooking some breakfast uh, and burns it. Okay. Pay attention, all right. Stop! Don't burn bacon, all right. You're wasting good bacon. It's true. It. You I can like smell you, it Brown. burning. Just give me season four of Stranger Things now. You burnt the yes. bacon. <laughs> <laughs> but she's trying to make her mom breakfast or make them breakfast, and you know it's a cool, it's a cool little back and forth. And uh, and they're just, you know, what were they talking? What do they end up talking about? Are they talking about his, about her dad? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because uh, her dad is uh, sending her an email, and her mother doesn't want her talking because she doesn't want her to get hurt again, getting uh, close in touch with her dad. Yeah. So when she comes in, she shuts down the computer, and her her mother was suspicious. Right. And he's off studying uh, wolf related activities. Um somewhere out in the Midwest. Uh, but then it's cool. Cause like this house is really cool, but then you find, but then it like, they hear something, the, the alarm, it's a, an alarm goes off outside and you look out and they're like in a, in like the jungle and they're at a, a, a monarch outpost. Um, they go down uh, into the, uh, into the outpost and there is a, a cocoon, like they go into this room and there's literally a cocoon um in this giant room. And then it starts right, she's not she doesn't hatch yet, right? Not or right she, away. No, right. not right away. Yeah, and then and then, you know, she's talking to the scientists. Another character from Stranger Things, if you watch Stranger Things, the the doctor that she talks to is the teacher from um is the uh, yeah, all their teacher from the from Stranger Things. I can't remember his character's name in that, but I like him. He's cool. Unfortunately, he doesn't last very long in this. Um, so yeah, we get to the big room where the where the cocoon is. Which, if you you know, but I mean, anyone who knows Mothra, you know this is what it's going, who it's going to be. Uh, the cocoon hatches, um, and of course, you know, soldiers being soldiers, you know, we got our guns. We got to point it at this big giant monster that we've been studying. Oh my god! So I swear to God, they make soldiers a lot of soldiers in movies are just dumb they just however, they make them uh, the brainless oh god it's just awful go ahead however for those to be stun guns um i don't know where they're getting those but if i can get that type of stun gun <laughs> i'd be content <laughs> um so yeah it hatches uh it gets startled by the soldiers starts spitting like um silk or whatever the material is at them pinning them up against the wall and all that so uh emma russell she has this cool device it's called the orca which she can trance she can literally tune in signals to be able to communicate well not was it like is it what is the main purpose of this thing is it to communicate with them or is it to kind of like chill them out with killer whales wasn't yeah initially what it was it's a. It was originally. Uh, it, they made it as a grad as, as a grad uh, grad school project right. to uh, push the whales away from the shoreline. 
but right. they're using it for the Titans as a bioacoustic accoutrement as a as an alpha voice to either get their attention, calm them in, or anything of that sort. Which um, I'll let you continue, but um, come back to me. I've I've got a cool fact about about this scene with the with the orca. Okay. Um. So yeah, she has this this device um and and she's like i can i can calm her down she goes out there um she's trying to figure it out mothra's going crazy you know madison gets scared she pretty much steals the key card off of the doctor breaks into the into the area and pretty much it's one of those moments like in a lot of movies where it's like just as something's about to happen she finally gets the signal and I love the the color change that Mothra has. Like when she's aggressive, she's one color, and then when she calms down, she turns blue. She's got like that blue hue, and I love it. So cool. Um, and uh, and then of course the military, this secret military thing, whatever the hell they're called. What are they called? What they don't was, have a name. They don't have a name. Oh, of course, not in the film. Power. They're bio terrorists, eco terrorists. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the, they, they come in guns blazing, they mow down all the scientists, uh, and this group is led by Alan Jonah, a former special forces guy who, um, pretty much wants, you know, it pretty much wants, uh, Dr. Russell and her, uh, and the orca, um, to do, you know, bad things with it. And then he shoots at the guy that we were talking about before. Like I said, he didn't last very long. Um, and Mothra goes crazy again, right? And then she ends up escape, and then she escapes, right? Yeah, and and it's implied that it's shown on footage on screen. Right, yeah, um, and then like you see her later on, um, which I thought was pretty cool. The next, and then after, and then you know he takes them, and then we go to a courtroom, correct? with uh, Dr. Sarazawa and uh, Dr. Graham um, and our our new character, because uh, we needed more, Sam Coleman, played by Thomas Middleditch. Um, the he's Verizon like, guy. Yes, the Verizon actually, um, guy. I just remembered fact, that. He actually had a uh, he actually had an audio cameo in Kong Skull Island. He was one of the uh, he was one of the voiceover um, on the radios. He actually did the the voice acting for the uh, the radios when he was uh, he was contacting with the other part of the uh, the military. Oh, good to know. Very interesting. Oh, um, cool. Jerry, was, what, Jerry. Is, what is he? Is he a lawyer? Like, is he like their lawyer? Or like uh, no, lawyer for the company. Uh, he's, he is head of the um, he's head of the um, electronics or um, tech. He, he's he's like their lead tech. Okay, and he is pretty much. Uh, he's defending monarchs, you know what monarch is doing, pretty much. And of course, the the main the main judge is CCH Pounder, who is just she's amazing in everything she's into. Um, unfortunately, she's only in this for about ten seconds. Um, as they're going to doing a back and forth, as as Doctor Serizawa is pretty much saying, "Listen, these are, you know, they had this this Earth was theirs before it was ours, so they're just trying to take it back." So they're not bad. They're just, you know, doing what they naturally should be doing. Um, and you got uh, the what's the guy from the first one sitting over in the defendancy, the guy who's like the head of the military there. 
No, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, um, Admiral... Admiral Stanton or something like that? Yeah, yeah Admiral I, think, I think Admiral... Admiral yeah, Stanton. Doesn't say a word the whole time. Um, Dr. Sarazawa gets a... Uh, or Dr. Graham gets a message about what happens. I'm taking it. Um, they leave. And my the best thing is... Is uh, the... Uh, Sam, he puts up the video of the two Mutos like doing it. <laughs> He's like, the Here, watch blur. the Reaper. Yeah, watch uh, the. Yeah, thought that was pretty funny. Um, and then uh, they fly to see uh, Dr. Mark Russell, uh, Kyle Chandler. Um, he is doing research on wolves, and I, be- I believe it's probably like the communication between wolves and the pack and all that stuff. Um, it was it was Alpha Pack study, right? Yeah. And uh, they come in and they pretty much are explaining to him what happened that, you know, his ex-wife and daughter find out they're not married anymore. They split up shortly after Andrew died. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, so he uh, they're explaining to to Dr. Russell that he that like his ex-wife and his daughter got are taken by this Alan Jonah. Um, they don't really know exactly. I mean, they explain to him about the orca. And he's all confused because of the way that they had built it, because him and his ex-wife, they had built this thing in college, right? Originally, mm-hmm. as to talk to marine life in the oceans, like to you know to, to you know be able to yeah to communicate with them. And he didn't realize that she she had you know enhanced it to be able to now talk to these titans. Um, and so he joins the big adventure and I believe right then and then it pretty much takes them to everybody else in the group, like the whole military outfit there led by, I don't know her name. I know what her name is. <laughs> she's, she's Love the subtlety. She's Hen from 911, but I don't remember what her name is. Oh, I don't watch that show. So I yeah, love it. It's, it's okay. It's Colonel strong. Diane Foster. I think that's her name. Yeah, she's Aisha I'm Hines. IMDb right now. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, uh, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. I don't think I have the same character. Yeah. The uh, the bald. The bald. Oh, uh, Akoye uh, from um, Black Panther. That was not Akoye. Yeah. Is yeah, it really? yeah. She was in Black. Yeah, yeah, she was in Black yeah. Panther too. Oh boy. So far behind here. I gotta look this up. I don't believe you guys. That, that's Akoye from Black Panther. Okoye <laughs> oh, from Black Panther is the girl is the one who plays uh she's in The Walking Dead. Probably it's not right? the same it's not the same one. No, that's not Michonne. I, I promise you. I the one All right, side note know. chat. <laughs> take a small break as I try to figure this out because I don't believe them. Because I'm looking at her IMDB right now. And uh <laughs> there is no Black Panther on her IMDb, uh, so you're wrong. Uh, she's I, on Blue Screen. Aisha Hines is not in Black Panther. Not. Black I don't know. I'm letting you guys find it out. Black Panther. I, yeah, I know a, she's... Uh, okay, she's, it, it, it looks like I got that wrong. I could have, I, I've had it in my head for... Guerrera, Walking <laughs> Dead as Michonne. I don't even watch that damn show, but <laughs> dab on you. No, just kidding. I'm sorry. Yeah, right, no, back. no, no. Hey, hey, I will eat that. I will happily. Eat that. 
eat it. Can I can I can I note something at Go this point it. in the film? Yes, please speak up. To get to get used to how Kyle Chandler's character looks this entire movie because he's pissed off for the whole movie, <laughs> the whole time. Oh, so he just looks like Coach Taylor all the time. He never, <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, he never smiles. Almost never. Almost uh, never. Yeah. So I mean, if we, these, oh, go ahead. If these Titans existed, how happy would you truly be? <laughs> Especially if you lose a loved one. That's true. That's true. But like all the time. But he doesn't even laugh when all the quirky things get said by what's his face. Oh my God, um, Bradley Whitford. Bradley character. Whitford. He is amazing. And I've and I've listened to a few podcasts talking about this movie, and people and there's a lot of people who can't stand his character. And I was like, why? I, I love him. He's love the comic him. relief. All right. There's always got to be in this. And when you have this big of a of a cast, and you have all these people, you you got to have that comic relief. And he's hilarious. Oh, is is he is that Doctor Stanton? Yes, yes. Okay, and and uh, yeah, who uh, who Michael Doherty based on on Doctor Rick Sanchez from Rick and Morty? Oh God, so good. But Rick coming Morty's from such a it's, it's spot on. Coming from him being such a serious character in the Hands Handmaid's yes. Tale to that's my favorite show. It shows you the scope of what he is capable of as an actor. He's so good. He, uh, fun fact, he was actually the bad, well, I guess bad guy in Billy Madison. <laughs> was Not he? Not even kidding. He was the he was the he was the dick from the who worked for his father's company. I was like, no, who was like I trying to make sure that Billy didn't graduate. You know, I'll have school. to go back and watch that yeah, movie no, again. I'm not what? kidding. He's in Billy. He is the he's the he's the douchebag from Billy. <laughs> no, yes, he is fantastic. Uh, fun uh, side note: Handmaid's Tale returns season four this week. Yes, so, so excited. Excited. You can't watch it. You can't watch it. The 28th. No, you can't watch it. Is it, is it is it is it worth watching? I, I've, it's, I've it's, not gotten it's, it. Bro, it's it's one of those shows where it's such a it, it's <sighs> scary <sighs> because it could. There's a possibility that something like this could happen in our country, especially okay. with the person who was our president before. It was a like that could it was one of those things that was kind of like a I mean it was a book written I think in the eighties, um, but oh man it's so messed up. But I'm not so, gonna lie, it keeps I have you the book. I enthralled for the whole thing. There's a second book too. Yes, I'm not gonna lie, I thought you were gonna tell me that that he like he was played the penguin in Billy Madison. I was like, <laughs> what's a penguin doing out here just walking around? <laughs> oh, man. Good old Adam Sandler. Um, so, yeah, back to the plot. Where were we? Oh, yeah. So we meet all of we we go to the ship. We meet all of the these new characters. Um, and there's a lot of them. Like we said, we talk about mm-hmm. Dr. Rick Stanton. Uh, we have uh, Colonel Diane Foster, who is Aisha Hines. We have O'Shea Jackson Jr.'s character. Uh, who is Officer Barnes? You're, if you don't remember all these names, it's okay. I didn't either. I'm literally reading <laughs> yeah. off of IMDb because I don't remember all their names. I just remember as head soldier lady, soldier guy, and other soul. Like when it comes to military, like I think the difference between this, the military characters in this movie compared to like the military characters of Kong Skull Island is you grow more of an attachment to the ones from Kong Skull Island because yeah. of the situation yeah. they're in. Um, the, I, I mean, I, as much as I, I think all of the actors who play these, you know, these soldiers are great. It just, they all kind of blur together for me when it comes to like names and everything. You're like, who did what? Okay. Um, also the the problem is, is that TV shows and movies are way too easy, easily accessible now. So I, you know, 
I watch three or four in a row and I forget all the names because I start intertwining them. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah you know, this yeah. person. Um, oh, yeah, and there's more. There's more. Uh, so, yeah, you get to meet all these these characters. Uh, you guys are going to have to help me what goes on after this. Is this where they're in the boardroom and they're talking? Uh, they're talking about kind of like talking about Alan Jonah and his what they think his intentions are. Uh, I, I think that's where we're at, and I think this is where uh, where um, Kyle Chandler's character has that whole moment of, oh, if you want to take care of the of this problem, kill the monster, kill the Titans. You don't have yeah. to use the Orca. If they're gone, you have no purpose, and it's useless. Yeah. This is his whole, like, he is still very gung-ho against the Titans in, in this part. Yeah, and then you get the, I think it was a comment from uh, O'Shea Jackson's he he turns to somebody who's like, is he always this intense or something like that? Yeah. I, th- I, th- I think it was the uh, I think it was the uh, dude hates Titans. Line. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, and then do we bounce back to Alan Jonah and everybody of that group? Um, if I yeah. Correctly, I think this is getting ready to set up for the next. The next Cut back to Antarctica. Yeah, that's where they go to Antarctica. Right. So all that's going to happen before. Well, they don't go there. They don't go there. Yet. No, no, no. Jonah's crew. Yeah, Jonah's, Jonah's yeah. crew goes Jonah, there. Jonah and the boys. Yeah, they're <laughs> um, planning um, explosives along this giant wall of ice, which then you get the, the silhouette of King Ghidorah. No, it's um, Monster Zero at this point. Okay. Yes. That's right. Yeah, they don't yes. they don't call it Ghidorah yet. It is Monster nod, Zero. Uh, which is a good nod to uh his original name in the nineteen sixty five Godzilla uh invasion of Monster Zero. Yep. Uh so yeah, we get to see the, the silhouette of okay. Monster Zero. And they have a conversation. I don't remember what they were talking mm-hmm. about. Um do they have a conversation, Alan Jonah and uh, Dr. Emma Russell, do they have a I, conversation I, with each other about like what their intentions are? I think so, yeah. Where it's like he's making sure she doesn't have any doubts about what they're what they're trying to do, and that she was pretty much like it was all a, it was all a plan to begin with. Like she had already agreed to be a part of this before. I, I, I think. I think Madison at this point was having like self doubts, like you know, like what's fully going on, right? And then Charles Dance's character was getting into Vera Farmiga's head, and be like, you know, this was this was the talked about plan, like this has to go. And we got to do it this way. Um, and then the other group finds out that, or we don't see Godzilla yet, right? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, well, well, um, is it before? Because I think it, it's got to be like here in this point because they were still at um, which to cut back to the first scene. Um, so the outpost that they were at when they were when um, the military that entire group they were at a uh, Castle Bravo, which is a good callback to the Bikini Atoll nuclear test sites because that was the Castle Bravo nuclear plan. So it's a it's a nice little nice little need. I love nods. I love when they, when they do that stuff. And um, that's when Godzilla storms up, runs up on him real quick, and does the uh, the intimidation display. He, I thought he does that wall there at 
Wall Jonas groups there because he knows something's up in Antarctica. Yeah, like, yeah, like, I, yeah I think it's like it's like in this this middle part of in between yeah. there at Antarctica and then Godzilla runs up like you know yeah. hey, there's fuckery afoot. What's going on? Yep. So good. And so then, oh, that's right. Yeah, because they're in the ship and they're like open up the open up the 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 door there, the screen, so they could see it. And you just see the like him pulsing, like it's like. It's like the blue kind of like from far away and then it comes again and then he gets closer. And then which has another good line from the movie from when uh, Kyle Chandler goes, you know, open up the hatch. And Dark Sam was like, Yeah, open up the hatch and invite him from a beer. What else could go wrong? <laughs> I just thought <laughs> it was great. Great. I love his Yeah, like he's his so cover. good. He's so good. Um, it's another subtle there's a subtle reference in these scenes, by the way. I'm just gonna throw it out there for, um when they're you know when the Godzilla's coming up on him, they're like, man, the cannons, like, fire at him, whatever. Get ready to fire at him. They start prepping the cans, like, um, O'Shea, O'Shea character, O'Shea's character and that other dude jump on the name cans. If you look in the screen when they power them on, it actually says Mazer cannons, which is a yeah. reference to Mazer tanks and Mazer cannons from the classic Godzilla universe. But that's all I got. Man, the nods. Just love it. Love all the I love, I love how you. I love how you go, that's all I got. Like, that's... <laughs> I didn't know. That's cool stuff. It's something this, we, this, yeah. I mean, this movie is littered with a lot of of throwbacks to the Toho series. I mean, when you have so, so much, see, when you have so much history, it, it. I feel like it, it makes sense. Like it's good to have that. I like that well, they, they they throw those things in there. Well, you think I don't? Oh, sorry. Uh, no, no, uh, it's great having the. Well, this is the first week with Umbreon, but I don't know much about the old series of like Godzilla and all that. So knowing these facts is actually really cool because I I do want to eventually go back and watch these now because I, I never was I'll be honest, I was never interested in going like watching that. But now that I hear stuff from you guys it makes me actually kind of interested to check this stuff out. So So that that that's why one of my favorite parts was when when they're giving him code name Monster Zero just because that was there he originally debuted debuted in the sixty four movie. But 1965 was invasion of of the Asher monster, and he was a alien. He was brought by an alien race called the Zillions, and he was named Monster Zero in that movie. So it's a real cool, just like hey, I get that reference. Like there, there, there's so many of those references just strewn about throughout the movie. I mean, in this mm-hmm. movie though, do they explain why they call him Monster Zero? No, because the. He that's just a, a designated case name, and at this point, you really cannot mention the zillions because there is no literal tie in right. whatsoever. And right, that right, just right. It, would, think, it, would, it would fuck the goop. They may call him Zero because they mention that he's, of course, this is a spoiler for spoiler later in the movie. Well, they talk about him being off the record, so they may list him in canon as designation Zero because he's not. On any database, and that—that's my. Re- I think that's what they could be doing, but yeah, it's—it's it's actually a call, like you said. The no, yeah, I, yeah, explain I, I, how they I, found him, though. Like, if he's not, did they just did Monarch find him and just not put him on a record? They're like, we can't. We we, we want to pretend like he doesn't exist. Is that pretty well? Much what they did. Well, um, fun fact. Um, Vivian, uh, Doctor Vivian Grant, she was in Kong Scotland, correct? No. Vivian Grant was not. No. No, the only one that was was Dr. Brooks, who you see later when Mothra hatches out of her cocoon and becomes the full Mothra. Somebody had a, somebody, uh, one of the doctors or one of the scientists from one of the previous two movies had a notebook. And in the the notebook, they said the devil has three heads. 
and I'm trying to remember whose character it was, but he was nodded early on before this movie that he was going to be coming in. I'm, I'm trying to remember which character it was, but it was a it was a fun little little nod to the oh hey surprise. Right. Yeah, I don't remember that one. It sounds yeah, familiar, I but I can't remember. Uh, actually, um, y'all, y'all keep going. It's it's actually in the it's in the IMDb trivia section. I'll okay. do some research on that real quick. Um, oh yeah, we also meet uh, Doctor Eileen. <laughs> Which one is on the ship? Okay, because this is where I got confused. I didn't know it was two different characters. Chen. Chen, Chen is on the ship, and mm-hmm. Ling is on the Mothra site. Yes. Did not realize this was the case. I know she it's talked important. about being a twin. She it's an important about reference. Being a twin, um, and it was like something that fought, that came down from her. You know, it was like in her family, you know, that twins were a thing. Um, Pennycap. And yeah, so then, so Godzilla does his, his thing where he intimidates the ship. He does, which is a really cool scene. Um, and then afterwards, of course, Dr. Stan's like, can we shut the, can we shut the gate now? Oh, oh God, I love him. Um, they then start to their journey to Antarctica because that they figure out that's where they got to go. Um, and so pretty much they're following Godzilla, but then Godzilla like drops off the map, right? They're like, fall, they were tracking him, seeing where he was going, and then he just disappears. I wonder why he disappears. Mm. Yeah, we get our Hollow Earth, our first Hollow Earth reference, and our reference to Dr. Brooks at the same time in that scene. Yep. Um, and what uh trying to think do they just know like when he drops off because they were the they were following him right they didn't really know were they did they know before they were following him that they had to go to antarctica okay so they just kept on going they triangulated triangulated it and said this is his all trajectories point to him going to antarctica right so they go so he drops off the map but they keep going they find out that Jonah's there already. So of course they hit they bring in the military, the like everybody who's on the ship that is military, they go in, they have tried to do an ambush uh on on Jonah and his gang. Which did you know that one of them was Jonah's son? Did they reference that? Because no. if you're on the IMDB, one of the characters' names is J- Asher Jonah. Oh that's a coincidence though? I don't know. I wonder- because you, you'd think something like that would have some type of plot point in the story. And that, that feels very yeah. wasted not to have any type of reference at all. You'd uh, think that. I, I mean, I mean that, that could be a nod, but I was like, like if, if that was a thing, I feel like that'd be like a... <laughs> like, they don't ever mention them by name. The thing is, it's like, it, this is a movie so that they get to pick the characters' names. Why would they pick the same last name if they weren't really? And they never I mean, mention his name. Like, they I never mean, say, oh, this is, this is Asher Jonah, my son. No, he never says that. He never says his name. But on IMDb, they're like, well, we got, we'll just Asher. Well, I mean, in real life, like, there's many people with, like, our last name. But in a movie, they get to pick what their characters' names are. So mm-hmm. to pick the same last name with the same spelling and not well, have them have a connection is... Yeah, I, the, I agree with that. It's the only character, if you listen, watching, actually, now you mentioned, I never thought about that. It's the only character where Jonah's character refers to him as Asher more than once in the movie, 
and acknowledges what happens to him later, actually calls his name out right when it happens. He says his name twice in the movie. He's the only other character outside of um, Dr. Russell and um, Millie Bobby Brown's character, whatever. That those two, this old, Matt, yeah, Maddie. That's the only two characters seems to acknowledge him other than those two. That's it. So. So we get there. Um, and so, yeah, so they find out that, uh, Jonah's there. They try to do their ambush, but then, but Jonah realized in his group realizes that they're there. So they pretty much ambush the military, um, killing a lot of them. Yeah, there was an ambush and an ambush. Uh, Dr. Russell, Mark, of course, uh, he takes his, he t- he steals a gun and proceeds to go down by himself to try to, because he's, he really just wants to get more. He wants to get his daughter back. I, I feel like he he's going to try to, to persuade Emma to, yeah, he's going to try to persuade Emma to, to stop this, but I, he's more concerned about Madison. And so he goes down there with a gun and they both run into each other and he's got the gun pointed and he tells Madison to come. She uh, she starts to walk towards him and then backs up uh, because she wants to stay with her mother. Um, this being one of the most intense scenes yes. in the movie. She's manipulated her daughter. She's conditioned but, her daughter. I'm telling you. But it, it, it is necessarily what is going on in right in your face. It's what's going on in the background. Yes. They are what you're he- what you mm-hmm. don't think you're hearing, but you are actually hearing. Um, the uh, the head military lady there, she shoots the guy holding the detonator. Uh, he drops it, and Emma picks it up. Asher, Asher's got the detonator. He gets shot. Oh, so that was him. Yeah, that was him. Yeah, he gets you shot. see a He's quick like, Asher. I didn't. You see know. him coming down the elevator yep. with them. I guess I just didn't. I guess it just happened. Everything happened so fast. I didn't catch any names. I just I thought like, he was just like part of I, the group. He dies. I was like, oh well, that doesn't mean anything. I feel like I now have to go back and actually watch this scene specifically. Yeah, like it never clicked until you guys started talking about. It. It's like, why did he say this guy's name like twice? Like just random <laughs> grunt soldier, and like calls name out when he got shot. Like, did he care about yeah, him? It or was, it was it was it was weird. Um. Suddenly so yeah. So hurt. the the head military lady she shoots. Uh, she shoots Asher. As we know now, <laughs> and he drops a detonator, and then Emma picks it up and has this really evil look on her face, which is just very Farmiga at her finest because she's really good at playing evil people. And you have to like, have she's like I'm doing the right thing, Mark. I'm doing the right thing. You have and to have a evil face on before you press a red button, or else it just doesn't fit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then she she detonates. And what kind of All school? Like in everything, yeah, everything goes crazy. So they have to. Everybody evacuates from this subterranean area under the ice. Somehow, everybody, most of the people, get out alive. Uh, it's what happens on the uh, surface. On the surface. Wait, it's, hold on. Before we go any further, risky. all right. So they, they they're trying to find different ways to try to kill Ghidorah. Well, now we'll go. We'll get to that. Why don't they just use what kept it in line for the longest? Like ice, literally water, ice. What, what, what it was stuck in ice. Are you gonna have all the military people just take buckets and start throwing water? No, 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 no. What? what like, first of all, it, they never should have let it go. But 
I mean, they, ice, they were doing the it, right thing. It literally was stuck in ice. No, they did. They didn't wait long enough. See, there's a device they use later in the film that would create another monster called Destroyer. Destroyer. Then they would adopt freezer weapons, and then they could freeze King Ghidorah. But that's way down. Wow. <laughs> that's that's way so down the rabbit hole. Yeah, things. We are all in right field. Yes. Let's put more monsters into this jam-packed film already. Well, I mean, not another impossibility. No, no, no. I don't know this. Like, so how did it ever get frozen? Did they, did they ever say? Um, so it's not canon. However, um, there was a tweet exchange between a fan and Michael Dougherty, and he and a fan was like, you know, how how possibly would have Ghidorah been frozen in Antarctica anyways? And Michael Dougherty texted him back, and he's like. It was a giant battle between him and Godzilla over ancient Antarctica, and Godzilla won. So it's not canonical in the film, but per the director, that's kind of how the hell it happens. So, I mean, take that as you will. Interesting. Interesting. Um, but this is my, this is my favorite. So, uh, Monster Zero becomes free from the ice. Uh, things are going crazy, like because of the explosion, it's causing the ice to shift and it's doing its thing. Um, but and then there's this giant hole. So what as a human being should you do? Oh, let's wander over to the hole and go, oh, what's down there, guys? Oh, what's that? Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, we you have to go experiment and fuck oh around and find Lord. out. And it just rises out of the ice. You, you get like the, you know, you, you, it's most, you know, for most giant monsters, you see the feet first coming out and then you see the, you know, it's like they, they go from one head and they go to the other, to the, the two end heads and then the, the head in the middle. Kevin. Oh man. Kevin. Is it Kevin? Uh, yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the dopey the, one on the, the, <laughs> I love that they the, kept that. They, the call, one they always that, have the dope. They have a dopey one every this time. This one is the dopey one. That's yeah, funny. We, we stand, oh, Kevin. Yes, funny. I love that's Kevin. Funny. Oh man, he just is wants to like lick like, uh, Is that like a collective name for him? Like in uh, like Godzilla yeah. fandom? Yeah, it's that's, it's actually, a big that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> On that note, y'all y'all keep going. I'll be right back. Bring all the toys. I want to see. Oh no, 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 no! I'm not. I'm not. I'm not bringing a toy. I mean, plus, <laughs> I, I've already. I've already got the big yeah. toy. You got, you already got your Godzilla. All right, he's yeah. gonna bring um, an actual so, Godzilla. Yeah, so he. So Ghidorah comes out of the ice, looking badass, um, as as usual. Uh, and uh, the military is like, "We're gonna shoot it because this worked with Godzilla," and nothing happens. And there's like a group of them, and then you see Ghidorah, or sorry, Ma at this moment is Monster Zero charge up, um, right? Because God, he he, yeah. uh, Ghidorah shoots the electricity before Godzilla shows up, right? Yep. Yeah. But it's not technically electricity. It's not. It's gravity okay. bolts, technically. Okay. But see, we we had a whole big discussion about this because later on, you know, he. That does something with electricity and it overpowers or overcharges him, and he just kind of. Well, it can it can control the climate, can it? But I also I also said that maybe the gravity bolts were electricity based, so that way he could. Because in this scene, he does 
when he fires his gravity bolts, it messes with the uh, electricity. It messes with the electricity, but it messes with the helicopter, which is in the air. Yeah, so it's almost with, like an EMP-esque effect. Which also, there's a tie-in later on down the line in the movie. Yeah, yeah I just, that's, that's what I was talking about. Sorry, I had to go grab my Godoya. Uh, uh, now we got to... Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> So, so that was that one's got more time travel in it. Uh, don't, don't worry. When, when, <laughs> when when Jaws comes up in a couple weeks, every week I'll have a different. I mean, it's pretty much the same shirt, but it'll be a different Jaws shirt every week. So yeah. I get to be, I get to feel like you guys feel right now, just like ah oh, yes. <laughs> um. So yeah. Oh, we so, also so we ahead. also get our first. We also get our one and only f bomb for the movie as well, right there. Too. Yeah. Right by O'Shea Jackson's character. Yep. Um. Yeah, and. Uh, does Godzilla show up before or after uh, when uh, Vivian dies? Oh, after, after, yeah, it's after. So wait, no, 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 and then Godzilla no, shows no. up. He shows up. He shows up before she pet before okay, she okay, dies. Okay. There's a lot so, of action prior to him showing right. up, of course. Uh, what uh, we were talking about uh, is uh, got is that they had the there's like a group of of military guys standing uh standing kind of in a group shooting up at uh Monster Zero. And Monster Zero charges up and shoots them. Uh, well, one of them's like, "Oh, oh shit!" And then like, yeah, and then you know, Monster Zero shoots the the gravity. What is it? Gravity, gravity bolts. bolts. The gravity bolts. Oh my god! I got. I, I didn't even know that was like, a thing. Don't yell at me if I say electricity at some point no, because it's, it's just how it's gonna be. <laughs> You're not wrong, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. Okay. Well, he sh- so Ghidorah shoots the gravity bolts. Uh, and just and like literally like incinerates everything like all those military guys just are now just dust um but then we get it pans over to the ice uh where you see the blue glow under the ice and you're like wait wait hold on hold on wait it doesn't i could be wrong but because i'm kind of doesn't uh emma doesn't she calm door down with the orca before Godzilla shows up on the, she, off, on the helicopter or the whatever helicopter. Yeah, thing. yeah. When Ghidorah's about she, to get yeah, I I thought that happened before Godzilla. So Madison, Madison, uh, it was Madison who attempted to calm him down, and then whenever, um, whenever Vera Farmiga's character gets access back of the orca, she turns it off and sends him back on Warpath, because um, I don't know if you guys talked about this while I stepped out to change shirts. Um, also forgetting where the uh, where the helicopter was crashed, and uh, and Mark's character was trapped under all of the right, yep. all the wreckage inside of the, the, the yep. plane. And he gets and out so and she saves Dr. Graham. Got out right as the damn thing fell, because yeah, you know. I mean, come on, convenient. that's just how, that's how it's gotta be. That's yeah. how it's gotta be. Yeah. But that's after Yeah, it's like almost like where she sets Ghidorah back upon them to, you know, hey, fuck it. I mean, yeah. we're gonna live whatever happens to you guys, so wish y'all the best of luck. Like it it, it seemed a little seemed a little cold hearted. Well, I mean she's 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 evil. I mean she I guess she sort of redeemed yeah, herself, she her, but she's evil. Um sort of. We're, we're, yeah. yeah like, uh, so yeah. So we see the blue glow under the ice. We all know who it is. He just busts out of the ice in the badass form, it, 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 as badass as he could be. 
The only thing that I questioned is that he he busts through the ice and then is able to stand on the ice without crashing back through the ice. <laughs> Are we just going to ignore that? I mean, I do. Yep. Every time I watch the movie, I'm like, I'm just going to ignore the fact that he is just getting out of the ice to then re resubmerge himself. Have you ever seen I a glacier? Maybe he broke through <laughs> the side and then he's That's standing true. on I the mean, actual yeah. glacier. I, I mean, if, you, if you're going to open that can of worms, um, you know the discussion we're going to have next week with Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> yeah, I already really know. Two yeah. big boys on a battleship? Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's a oh, yeah. there's a little level of suspend suspend disbelief. That's here. some damn buoyancy if I ever see. I it. mean, listen, yep. the scene is the scene is epic. Him coming out of the ice, and then you get the the you know always you get the pan from his feet, and it zooms up to hit, but it's like more of a faraway shot of him just looking, just looking sexy. I mean, Godzilla looking good. That thick boy, and yeah. And, Tell me how uh, you really the, feel. The awesome, little... the awesome scene where they literally—it's uh—they go, they charge at each other, and I love uh, Monster Zero. It uh, the heads going down, kind of like level, as it's as it's sprinting towards Godzilla, and then Godzilla's doing his thing, and that's when the helicopters get hit, right? As they're sprinting at each other. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this causing this the is chopper where... to kind of crash. It's pinning. It pins both uh, Mark and uh, Doctor Graham. Uh, Mark gets free and then rescues Dr. Graham and then they're running away and oh, Dr. Oh. Graham looks oh sorry go ahead Dave go no ahead. no no I don't want to ruin this for you because you missed my favorite shot in the movie oh no no go ahead oh so before all that happens before they charge each other it's that big pan out shot yes it's where God where Ghidorah does this intimidation uh, right and I like I like that I like what they added with Ghidorah, where they added almost the rattlesnake effect to its tails. Yeah. And I thought that was a really yeah. nice touch as far as this so, intimidation display. It's one of my favorite shots. In the any movie. Anytime they show Ghidorah in that pose, where it's standing, where the heads are straight up, the wings are are full, you know, full. I don't. What do you say? Full mask, full bloom. I don't know. But they are. It just is such an awesome shot, and you're going to see another shot of this later, which is. It, uh, probably on par as as good as this scene here, but yeah, Ghidorah on one side with its in you know, it's full mast. Yeah, full mast, and then you have Godzilla in his all all his badass looking. Which, but, if, uh, if I may, yeah, go ahead. It, it, it's it's wild that you realize how big Godzilla is, and you see that just Ghidorah just Ghidorah door makes door. him look tiny. Right like, when it, they show it, that, it, and Godzilla is like. Like Ghidorah's like boom, and Godzilla's like this little this little thing. I'm like, oh shit! This you is wild. What I, wild. You want to know what I thought about in that movie though? It's just kind of like far fetched, but you know when somebody gets too much power and then they end up screwing up because yeah. they got too much and they you know they make stupid decisions because they're just well, Ghidorah kind of reminded me of that because if like when I was watching the movie, I noticed a lot of the scenes like the three heads were actually like kind of arguing with each other like. They, they're they're so they're so powerful that they're you know they're almost they're so powerful that they're kind of like they're self destructing because they're you yeah know, they're, well it, it's it's Kevin's nature to be a little more on the derpy side you got the middle one like hey focus he he has to keep everybody in line and then this one is like would you two stop arguing and then this guy is like let me lick the body now do the other, now, do the other two have names 
I just know Kevin. Uh, <laughs> so they were just like, we got to name the derpy one. They He's do, Kevin. but but I mean, we we're we're all here for for Kevin. Like we, oh, yeah. Kevin. no, guy. yeah, no, I, that makes it makes a lot of sense. But when I was watching it, it just made me think of that because I was well, like, yeah, I mean, you got you notice in a lot of like war times, like a lot of these big time leaders that had all this power and they were so gung ho about being so powerful, they screwed up because they were so powerful and they got ahead of themselves. Where like I got that same effect with Ghidorah, where he was so powerful that that was his biggest weakness is that he had way too much. Like he. He was just power hungry. Yeah, he, power he wanted, hungry. I mean, they wanted he wanted to be the alpha. Uh, that's which I mean, that that really is a solid way to look at that. Yeah. And also, um, King Ghidorah, each one of his heads was portrayed by a different actor. Yes, <laughs> for the mocap, and then the bo- the, the body was done by. Can you imagine by being that? Like, imagine being one of Ghidorah's heads. Yeah, be cool. I've seen for the mocap. <laughs> it's funny. It's, cool. it, 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 it's it's great. Okay. It's like when you watch Benedict Cumberbatch when he had to do smog in oh, the yeah. movies. Yeah. yeah. Dan, you can uh, Dan, you can be a uh, you can be Kevin. Do it all the time. We love no, it. I don't know if I can bring the energy. But, yeah. <laughs> oh man. For potential audio listeners, you have no idea what the hell is happening right now. <laughs> um so yeah, so we got that cool scene that I missed clearly because I'm just bad at this. Uh and then they charge at each other and it knocks the helicopter uh the helicopter that everybody's in um and mark it mark and dr grammar in the helicopter mark gets himself out rescues dr graham and they're running away and dr graham looks up and screams and Ghidorah steps on her and what so a sad. sad scene i i liked her character i thought her i thought her relationship with dr sarazawa was was awesome um, and unfortunately it was like, you have all these characters. There's a bunch of characters I don't care about. And you killed one. I do, I guess. Good job on what, Michael the, Bloom's uh, part to, to the, get that the, feeling from me. The pain stricken grief on Dr. Sarazawa's face. Oh. It, it just, yeah. And it, even, it and even, even Kyle Chandler, just like when he, cause it's right in front of him. He's just like, because it's so sudden, but yeah, it's yeah. a sad moment. Um, and, uh, yeah, Godzilla and Godzilla and Monster Zero are fighting, and Monster Zero is just a beast. Like Godzilla kind of gets a couple moves, like he pins, he grabs one of the heads and pins it to the ground. But man, the it's it, Godzilla gets, and then you you know they're kind of at a distance with each other, and Godzilla charges up and shoots. Uh, what what do you technically call Godzilla's atomic breath? Okay, atomic breath. He shoots it at Ghidorah, and Ghidorah just whoop, just like completely, just like nice try, dude. And then fires the gravity, the gravity bolts at Godzilla, smoking him right in the chest, knocking him down. He's like, "What the hell?" And and then Ghidorah's like, "Peace," and gets the hell out of there. Wait, I just have a quick question for the people that have watched these since the beginning of time. How can we help is, you? Do is there ever an explanation why these creatures live off radiation? Because they call it atomic breath because he lives off radiation, right? So we could have that discussion. Um, that's probably a better conversation, like off, like once we once we're okay. done with screen, okay. because that'll take I, up I, so I much. Love, I'd love to know though. So, but no, no. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. We can we can discuss that off stream because yeah, like, it'll completely it'll it'll side tangent for a while. Like there's a lot of representation. Four hours later. Yeah. Between Godzilla's origins and the nuclear fallout from World War II and the bomb testing, there yeah, there's a whole absolute yeah. There there's a reason behind it. So if you want to know, I will be happy to fill you in. And I'm sure DNA will also be able to, to pitch in as well. Something, this one, something worth me. note on just the small comment to piggyback on that. Until this universe of films, Godzilla was the only Godzilla and other Godzilla-like creatures, because there's Godzilla Jr., are the only ones that are known to consume radiation. Yes. The radiation being consumed by all these creatures was not really a thing until the MonsterVerse. Mm, okay. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so good. So Monster Zero kind of you know hits uh, Godzilla with the gravity volts or bolts, sorry, and, and Godzilla dip, gets dip sets. Uh, just gets knocked down, and Monster Zero's like I'm out, and Godzilla's yeah. like oh, and then goes back to um, his journey. Before we before we change scenes to the next the next part of the story, yeah, uh, to go back to the when Ghidorah is coming out of the coming out of the hole. Yeah. Did you notice the the tropical storm eye that he had formed when he was coming out to already put into place later that causes tropical storms and hurricanes in his in his flight? No, there was like a perfect eye like in in the center of it when he was coming out to signify and show what massive power he creates with the the flap of his wings. Like it was. It it was a cool little setup to where like if you you had to like watch it back like oh okay this all makes sense yeah oh, I'd have to I'll have to go back and check that have, I mean, yeah I'm gonna have to look at that because so that's very deep that all happens and then they are back on the, everybody is back on the the big ship and there is a a call that comes in uh, Emma calls right this is when the call happens she calls in to explain why yeah. she's doing what she's doing. She's trying to save the world. And Kyle Chan's like, you're insane, crazy lady. There's big monsters out there. It's going to destroy the world. She's like, that's the point. Anywhere that these monsters or titans, sorry, they call them titans, uh, anywhere that they destroy, it brings new life. So, like, they're showing San Francisco after it Vegas, was destroyed uh, and Pam. Vegas and all that. And everywhere that, was, that has been affected by these titans, uh, it shows, you know... Uh, accelerated growth of, of new life, you know? Um, so that's what they look to do. They're like, we are destroying this. We're destroying the planet. They are destroying, but they're also rebuilding. So even if they destroy, even if they wipe us out, like it's, it's for the, it's for a good reason. Like it's, you know, this is what the planet needs to, to survive. And, and everybody's like, yo, crazy. I don't want to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's yeah, basically. Yeah, she's she's just kind of lost it. Um, yeah, and yeah, and then we go, and then we get a signal. They picked up the signal. They're like, "Oh, they're in Mexico, right? That's where yeah. they go, Mexico." The outpost, what fifty? Yeah, it's like a little island outpost off Mexico. Or something. Right it was like yeah. San, it was like San Agates or something like that. I it was didn't a, like that. Yeah, yeah. I missed that one. Um, I just yeah, it was, Mex- it was in Mexico. Uh, and they get there, and oh, and, oh, they they track this storm. They're like, oh, there's a storm 
heading this, or heading this way as they get there. But then they find out that the signal was just a, it was a, uh, they were sending the signal to indicate that they were there, but they actually weren't there. They were in a completely different spot. I think they, so they had were gone to Boston, but they were bouncing the signal around to, you know, pretty much draw them to the next Titan that we meet, um, which is the, the fire demon, right? That's what they call Rodan is the fire demon. And the, and he busts <laughs> just a big ass Moltres. Yeah, he just busts through this volcano, um, which is a, another cool. Every entrance of every Titan in this movie is just really cool. So another cool fun fact. So um, the outpost. This was Outpost Fifty Six, which yep. coincides when the original Rodan solo movie released in nineteen fifty six. Yep. So it's a it's a cool another little awesome. Ta-da. Another reference to piggyback on his reference is how Rodan comes out of a volcano covered in lava. Rodan, the Rodans in the original Rodan die because of a volcano. Ah, interesting. How long ago? Isla de Mar is not a real place. Oh, oh fair. Okay, okay, fair enough. All right, well, I... Also, Rodan is not his, ori- Rodan's not his original Japanese name. It's actually Radon because of the oh. uh, element, Radon, the radioactive substance. Okay. And when it, for some translation reason, it ended up being Rodan. I don't know. All and to piggyback off the piggyback off the piggyback. <laughs> so just piggy, just this, keep going, guys. <laughs> so this Rodan is actually the smallest iteration of Rodan we've ever had, but it's also the heaviest form of Rodan that we've ever had. So it's which smaller is, than that. Yes, and his yeah. his his speed and weight factor into what's about to happen here. So yeah. continue. He- so yeah, another really cool entrance of him emerging from the volcano and oh man, this next scene of him he so he comes out of the volcano and then he takes flight and he kind of like glides over like within feet of this of this city or the town or whatever you would consider the village and you just get this crazy amount of energy from him as he's going going across and then everything kind of it's like a it's like a tornado just everything Which destroys it's the tie-in of nuclear energy and simulate an atomic blast how it just it just, it, it just wipes it things just out moves everything in its path it, it was such a cool it was a cool now, scene hold on before that that happens don't it, when cool. they notice when they notice that storm oh shit <laughs> that's glare that's okay he don't that, look that small perfect. No, um, <laughs> no, I I just have a point of now. Um, before this all happens with the Rodan, um, it doesn't. When that whole storm's coming to Mexico, isn't that when Monarch finally realizes that Monster Zero can control the environment? Or the- yeah, that, yeah, that, that's that's when they realize that the storm was Ghidorah, because the storm literally shifts like a, like a hard ninety yeah. banks yeah. straight yeah. towards. They're like. Oh, and they do like a whole like zoom enhance, and they see that Monster Zero is is the eye of the of the, yeah. of the which is so cool. It's so Bradley cool. Bradley points it out. Yep, he it's it's such a cool something. scene. Um, of you know of Ro- Rodan coming from the from the volcano, going over the town, kind of wiping it out. Um, just causing all this energy. Um, almost killing that poor child. Yes, the soldiers yeah. like holding on to him. It was <laughs> terrifying. Before, like this, 
Don't let Damn. go. Can Imagine living in that village and just being like, not knowing. Like, there's this gigantic firebird living in that volcano that hasn't erupted in probably a few hundred years. Uh, well, see, I, so I, I feel like they might know because before he actually comes out of the, before he actually breaks out of the volcano, they're doing the news clippings of of the news, and it literally says in bold, you know, Titan. Uh, it's like it's like. Breaking news: Titan on the loose, or like there, there's some type of Titan. You know, hey, there's an incoming Titan, and that was before Ghidorah was shifting to go, and that was already the volcano was already setting to was setting to go off. So I think they might have already known that there was a Titan that was already in that the outpost. Yeah, because they were talking about they were already doing a mass evacuation. I think they knew, and they were they were just warning everybody in the area. But I mean that also could be very open up to to you speculate. Know, you want to know what annoys me about a lot of these movies is that uh is how calm like they're they're scared by how calm people are. Like if this thing came out of a volcano when I'm living in that city, so much crap is coming out of my pants. I mean, you also got to <laughs> think of just how much the actor is like how much emotion the actor has to portray because this is a movie. You yeah. got to think it's a movie. Oh, so yeah. The actor's like, okay, guys, there's and you're you're playing against nothing. You know, it's it's CG, so it's it's you guys need to act like there's a, a massive firebird coming, no, I know. coming through this oh, town. Okay. So you, like, so yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to to judge that. It's no, 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 I'm not, I'm that. not judging. Like, it was yeah. kind of more of a joke, but oh, like in reality, yeah, I, I, I want you to respond to that. Like, if <laughs> it's, it's, that it's, it's a very fun old school Toho trope to whenever they were doing max evacuations from the movie when Godzilla was approaching. Yeah, no, the, the entire town was just leaving you're like no i'm 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 running people over i'm being the hell out of dodge like (laughs) no it makes me you or me always with how many people are still left like you have all this time to get out of there don't pack your bags just it's always the ones who want to get in their car and try to drive out like really thought that was gonna work but how many people honestly when there's like legitimate disasters in real life hurricanes coming and people just don't leave that's yeah. true there's yeah. very yeah, stubborn as, as, a, as a hurricane boy I can, I can agree I, I can I can I can hear oh hey there's a hurricane there's a giant right. monster coming I'm not sticking around to see what it looks wait, like right. no, monster. wait, wait but Dan I have a question for you directly um you just brought in a really cool picture of Rodan yeah all right um so that's a really cool picture, and you probably love it, right? But if that thing was flying at you, how would you like? What oh, would yeah. be your? But see, I'm I'm leaving. I'm logical. I'm not like I was yeah, born and raised. Yeah, yeah, I, okay, I, no. I was gone a long time ago. I was gone <laughs> a long time ago. We're in a we're in a situation where you had no idea, but you you wake up one morning and you walk outside with your coffee and your robe, and you, you <laughs> see this big ass flying firebird coming at you. Wait, okay, hold on. At that point, so you already in this in this hypothetical scenario, you, you you wake up, go outside and he's already there? No, no, no. He's in the distance, but he's coming. Yeah, uh, I mean at that point, uh, I mean that that's just one of those there's no way for you. Right, yeah. <laughs> From Dan's smile, it's like I'm, 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 like, I'm dead. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna enjoy my coffee. I'm gonna enjoy my flying <laughs> bird and I'm gonna Yes, yeah, so it's like ah well I mean it's already here so Cheers. Kudos. (laughs) Hey, I have a picture of you. Hold on a second. Yeah, exactly. You want up me to other nature. (laughs) Please. I'm 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 on your side. I have a poster. Yeah, so after Okay, so after the uh after you know Rodan does his thing through the village, 
uh, it then flies towards the storm, which we find out is Monster Zero, and it does a lot of cool things to destroy all of these uh, carriers. Uh, yeah, it grabs grabs one with its uh, with its talons, and then it does the cool one where it, there is multiple on the sides, and it does like a corkscrew, which is just badass. Um, I I thought that was really cool. Uh, and then as you know, you're getting closer, you see the storm coming, and then you get the the ominous approach of Monster Zero, and everybody's like, we like they pretty much were they were like, we need to bring Rodan to Monster Zero. Like we need to have these guys fight. Right, that was the plan. Right, they were literally yeah. purposely bringing him to Monster Zero because they were like they were hoping they would just kill each other. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, Ghidorah just <laughs> slaps the shit out of Rodan, <laughs> just like he slaps <laughs> so, the shit out of everybody. So uh, here's, here's, here's the sad part: you missed the best one, and I think Dan knows which death I'm talking about. Yep, I think it, I do. It's Tyler <laughs> injecting out just yes, a little into his mouth. mouth, and just like ah. Oh but, my goodness! Yes. Do you, yeah, do you know? Do you know the reference, Umbreon? Ah. Uh, Loosely, you might have to jog my memory. It's, uh, it's, a, it's an obscure one, so I understand. It's uh, uh, the Giant Claw. It's a reference to the Giant Claw from 1956. Of course you would know that. He <laughs> so loves it. Awesome. I love that. It's a garbage movie. But there's like these planes. The guy's like, eject! And then the plane, like, like the bird comes by and like eats them. Oh, it's, man. Okay. That's I got it. I don't know if it's intentional what a, what a reference. Great, yeah. Very close. Yeah, what, that, was, that was great, though. The guy, like, pretty much... Oh man, I gotta get the hell out of here! Right, to the, just like conveniently, just pops right. Out <laughs> like, so yeah, good. dude, just eat your tostitos, and it's like, oh yeah, no, you should just stayed yeah. where you were, man. But yeah, so uh, Monster Zero makes quick, like he just he just slaps the shit out of Rodan. <laughs> like it wasn't even a contest. Um, I mean, there was, there was there was a back, not not much, but there was a right. back and forth. And uh, Godzilla then shows up, and Godzilla then fights. Uh, Monster Zero. When do they call him Ghidorah? Like, when do they start talking, calling him Ghidorah? Later. Later. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to still call Monster Zero until we yeah. get to that point. So, Godzilla starts fighting Monster Zero for the second time, and in this fight, Godzilla gets a little bit more on him. He, well, does he rip Kevin's fight. head off? Is it Kevin that he rips yeah. his head off? Yes. Okay. He rips Kevin's head off. Um... He's uh, fighting yeah. him in the ocean, which I think is what helps him in this part. R.I.P. Kevin. Yeah. yeah. So he he, he uh, you know getting 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 uh, Monster Zero into the water, kind of giving giving Godzilla the advantage. Um, yeah, rips off Kevin's head. Uh, but See, then, all they had then, to do then, now they, was freeze the water. But then exactly. Admiral, <laughs> yeah. But then Admiral Stance comes in. He's like, "Guess what, guys? We're gonna help. We have this." Uh, anti, what was it oxygen like sucking bomb? It literally takes all the oxygen out of the air. Oxygen and we're sucking. To, I like that. It's going yeah. to just, it's going to kill them all because they need, you know, they got to breathe. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna suck all the oxygen out of the air. I'll mention, I'll mention, Umbreon stepped away, and I know he would know this. Um, the oxygen destroyer used in that scene, you know that was actually the device used by the original Doctor Sarazawa and the original Godzilla of 1954 to kill the original Godzilla. That is what that device was. And if you look at it, like we created this oxygen destroyer, and inside the diagram is actually the original design of the oxygen destroyer. The, from the, original. the the crazy thing is, is I've seen the original Godzilla, and I did not recall that the character's name was Doctor Sarazawa yep. in the original. Yep. 
That's yeah. wild. And so it's funny because that Dr. Serizawa was destined to kill Godzilla in the original. This and this one, one is predicting. Yeah. Flip. Which is cool. I, and, like the, I like the flip. And I will say, I want to just, I want to comment on this. I know how this plays out. I'm going to wait for Umbreon to get his headphones back on. I know how this scene all plays out. And I've already told him what this is all about, Umbreon. But I, this is a severe, un, un, a ridiculous waste of the use of the oxygen destroyer in this group of films. <laughs> it just, I'm so mad. It's like this device, like, this thing happens, and it's like throwaway for five minutes. You're like, okay. <laughs> okay, um, put a pin in that cap. Wait till the end when we do our recap and our thoughts about yeah. the movie. Uh, I will rip that scene. The fuck <laughs> I, I have I have a myriad of issues with oh, that yeah. alone. Yeah, uh, I explained what it was to these guys now. So, so carry on. Yeah, so Stentz says that he has this oxygen destroyer. Um, and it, and they're, they're like, it's going to like, they, they were pretty much confident that it was going to kill them all. Um, and so, and, and, and they would literally uh, gave him no time to get out of there. So they, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that missile was hauling ass. Yeah, with the were, it was pretty it much was there by the time they were like, Hey, you might want to leave. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the bomb goes off and, uh, you get this, it's, it, it's a, a really cool scene as the bomb goes off, but then it like is super still. You get no sound, and then slowly, it, it yeah, it's just like, yeah, then, and then sucks back in, and then you get like it's silent, but then you start seeing the the fish pop up, all the dead yep. fish pop up, and they, uh, they don't get or they hear or Godzilla does Ghidorah come out, and then they start listening to Godzilla's yeah, heartbeat. They, they hear vitals. They hear, they hear Godzilla first. And then Ghidorah. Yeah, and then Ghidorah comes out of the water. Didn't affect, didn't affect it at all, and it hmm. flies away. I, I wonder why he wasn't affected. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then they're listening to Godzilla's vitals as it slowly fades to flatlines. Then, then they yeah, flatlines. And uh, yeah, and then you get the scene of. Monster Zero perching itself on the volcano that Rodan birthed out of and does the cool the cool display again to show I killed the Alpha. I am the new Alpha of the Titans. And this is when all hell ensues around the globe. No, this is when Kevin comes back. That's oh, that's right. And its head. <laughs> Kevin's head grows back. And then the middle head grabs onto the little nasty membrane thing and it rips it off. Oh, my God. What a nasty ass scene. Oh, man. That was nasty. Head. Like Kevin is like, hey, I'm back. <laughs> the dude who likes Jaws. Like, oh, that's nasty. <laughs> I mean, just, I think the thing that was like one of those, like, like it didn't really affect me, but it was the, you know, the middle head. Grabbing yeah. onto it and helping him get it off, which is like, oh, all right. I but yeah, I but yeah, it's cool. It uh, Rodan lands on the volcano in front of Monster Zero and bows, um, to signify this is the new alpha, um, the new king, the new king. Yes, is this where the, the first time we hear Hail to the King or something? No, like that? love live the king, or long yeah. live the king. No, love. No, long, long live. No, it's long live. <laughs> I would said king. love. Yeah, long live the king. Wow. Yeah, because yeah. it was what yeah, uh, Alan, uh, Alan uh, Jonas. It was, yeah, it was Jonah. It was, it was Jonah. Long live the king. Um, yeah. Only me would say the right thing first and then totally yeah, 
Fuck it up. (laughs) And uh, then we we have uh, showing news of like all these titans around the world destroying everything. No, okay. So this is what drives me. Actually, this made me laugh. This made me laugh hysterically. So the big ass turtle or whatever. Um, what's hilarious is like the only thing I could think of at the end of the movie. So whatever, when they all meet up. Okay. So is I, I can just picture him going, um, I'll be there in about, you know, a year and a half. <laughs> yeah. I'll be there, I'll you know? There. <laughs> um, actually I got a cool fact, uh, uh, about this uh, scene or about the, the news showing all the different Titans. Um, one of the Titans is Leviathan is in Loch Ness, uh, which yep. in, implying that it is the origin of the Loch Ness monster legend. A Toho yep. actually nearly made a Kaiju film starring Nessie in 1978. Uh, and then they even got far enough where they made posters for the movie and the movie never came out. I thought that was really cool. I actually did. That's something that I didn't actually pay attention to in the movie. I didn't even realize that wait, was. Wait, which which one is this? It was a Titan called Leviathan. Leviathan. It, it, it was it was the it was the play on uh, Nessie Loch Ness. Yeah, it was. It was oh, go ahead. I was gonna say there's a, there's other ones. A lot of the ones thrown around here are either based on legendary creatures or or cryptids because there's one for Tiamat. There's one I mentioned because I've seen it and I've known about it, but it is uh, another lake cryptid is there's one called titanus uh mokali mbembe which is based on a lake monster in africa loch ness well, there was also uh there was reference to whichever whichever outpost was in japan uh which people people bitch about having to face Ghidorah. yeah imagine having to face a five-headed dragon demon oh orochi yeah, nah yeah i'm i'm good i'm with orochi whatever i'll be right back yep he got it. But I was just like, yeah, no, it, it could be so much worse. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, but yeah. That, um, I thought that was a pretty cool fact. So um, there was the... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Absolutely. Uh, so I'm just trying to... Like I said, I didn't get time to refresh. So there's the Leviathan. There's the turtle, which I don't know the name of the turtle. Um, then there's like the, the one that's like a uh, mammoth, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like Behemoth. the big mammoth one. Yes. What is the name? Uh, Behemoth. 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 Okay. Oh, yeah, that's a fitting name. And then what? What else? Am I missing any? There, there's the one that comes out of the out, out of the uh, the oil field in Arizona. The big oh, yeah. spider. Silla. Which yes. was a uh, which was a play on from the original Toho series, uh, Kumonga, which was okay. a giant ass spider. Is so it in relation to the spiders from Skull Island? Those those things are terrifying. Absolutely not in the room. Those are bamboo freaks. Ban- the bamboo spiders. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Come, come Can we even call them spiders? Like, uh, it's like a sprag because it's like a crab and a you know a spider and a, yeah. uh, a octopus. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good spider. But yeah, no. Kamunga is literally just a giant ass spider. He's a dope spider. He's awesome. And then, and then we oh, see uh, another Muto. Do they, they? And then we have another Muto. Okay, that is so a I, to the end. I have a tie into that. Um, between Kongso Island and when Godzilla King of the Monsters came out, there is a uh, there's a graphic novel Godzilla Awakened. I've got it behind me, and the main monster of the graphic novel is the Muto Prime. It is the big bad Muto of them all. 
which I think that, that was the Muto that we see in this movie was a Muto Prime. Okay. It, it, there's, there's no there's no confirmation or anything of that, but I believe that was the nod for those who read the graphic novel. That's what that Muto was. There's another one, Angel wanted to mention. Well, the two that you see that they actually show you, like the one in Arizona, Scylla, and then you get another one in Germany, and that's... The, the big mountain range. Yeah, it's yep. Methuselah. That's yeah, Methuselah. Mm. I think those are really was, cool. Was that the one that was a slight play on Angiris, if I'm not mistaken? It could have been. It's just, this is the big mountain range one that came yeah. up. So I, you don't get the best look at it. But he looks, I mean, once you see, he looks awesome. But yeah, it could be an Ingears play. So, yeah, so we qu- see all these. Oh, go ahead. No, my question is so for the Muto part, is like, so the ones from the first one weren't Muto primes? No, no, no. They they were literally just like, they were, they were just. So why? They were just Hawk Muto. But I mean, the, the one that's in the graphic novel is like the big, the big bad. Booty daddy of the the Muto. Like so the is, that, daddy. is that only? Is that almost kind of contradicting their own movie? Like that no. you, you hide this Muto Prime when Godzilla is fighting the Muto. Think think of the Muto Prime like the big bad crawl call the uh, big bad skull crawler from yeah Scar Like it's just the the late stage. Like, oh hey, no. So what I'm saying is like when they, when like. Godzilla is kicking the crap out of these mutos. Why doesn't the prime come out? I'd have to go back. Like, there, there, there's a whole, there's a whole storyline in the graphic novel. I've not, I, I read the graphic novel when it first came out. I've not touched it since. I just yeah. know that was the so, big. This is what I'm thinking. So the mutos, in my, in my opinion, is is that the mutos from the first Godzilla. All their purpose was what they wanted to do was just to reproduce. They just wanted to yes, to make. Yeah. They wanted to have babies. Godzilla was like, oh, "You didn't register on the Titan database, and yeah. so I have to take care of you." And the Mutas were like, "Well, we have to fight you because I'm protecting. We need to protect the eggs." That way, I think that's what they were doing. So the this the prime, probably you know, because of the fact that Godzilla is the alpha, and these Mutos were kind of just doing. I feel like they were just doing stuff that they weren't supposed to in Godzilla's eyes. Right. He didn't need to come out. Well, I, I, I only ask thing. that because it's like, it's like when you watch Kong Skull Island and with the skull crawlers is that like, you know, he's, they say he, he fights a lot of the little ones, but then finally the big one comes out mostly because of the humans and what they're doing, dropping bombs and stuff. But, uh, it's, it's almost like, when you kill like a wasp or like a, a yellow jacket, like other ones know it's almost like you're fighting two big ass creatures and the, a prime of some sort doesn't know. It feels it. Okay. So I, I, I get where you're going with that. And actually that, that makes a lot of sense. I really feel like it was more of just a holdover plot point in between Oh, no, I, th- I think that's cool that they did that. I mean, I didn't know that until you said something, so which Actually, is really cool. I just like now that you say something, I'm like, wait a minute, why did like it's almost like it, as a human, like if if even if if a family member is in Florida and they're getting attacked by somebody, you're eventually going to find out, right? Well, depending on how the species acts, because while right. while these two mutos were a breeding pair, they may only be breeding pairs. They may not be 
uh, socializing or gregarious species to where okay. they care about other ones. They only right. these two only care about either because they were already communicating, and these ones knew they were going to breed. Like these ones were to be together, so these right. any other ones don't care. Yeah, I so, think. Um, yeah, so if you want to, uh, yeah, look in the look in the uh, the 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 Discord chat. Oh. That's that's the the big bat. And if I remember, if I remember correctly, the storyline from this is they mentioned a little bit in Godzilla 2014, but the Mudos were one of the main contributing cause to the extinction of Godzilla species. Yes. Okay, so that makes sense. I like. I wasn't. I, I just wanted to, like to see what you guys thought because in my head it was like when he said that it was like okay so there's a prime of this maybe like, it was like the protector of it you know it's like oh you know your your family's getting fucked up but you're right not right right it could yeah. be yeah. just being no lazy. no because what dan said sent, like makes sense like maybe they just don't care you know they could be that kind of species that reproduces and then i mean there's uh, spiders I mean, there's spiders in our day and age that you know they they screw each other and then the man the female kills the male and then because says screw you i have kids I, I, you know I, I that 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 that's a that's a so I like. I just didn't know because it, it's a little weird that. I mean, they're big creatures. It's not like <laughs> it's this little ant getting killed by. Oh, I'm just a, reading. A I'm shoe. reading trivia. Uh, I'm listening. Uh, I'm just reading trivia because I got an article <laughs> that I saw but, that I thought it was pretty cool. But either hey, way, but, like that that I'll, Muto Prime that you put in in Discord, um, that thing looks like it doesn't give a, a fuck. Not, like, not, not, <laughs> not, not, a, not a really fuck. Like, I. That thing is, yeah. So Actually, maybe maybe it just didn't care. Maybe it just literally was flipping off his other family members and was like, I don't really in, give a shit. Uh, in the graphic novel, it actually almost kills Godzilla. So it, it that'll tell you how much of a threat it poses. Yeah. Like it, it's it's a it, it's a big boy. You want to? It, it's it's like what's weird about that picture is like it's got big ass front legs. And it's like it's it's yeah. skip leg day on the back legs. <laughs> Chicken <don't> leg. <laughs> It, it uh, almost gives it more, more of a uh, like not like not like Kong, but more of a, a gorilla. I was going to say that gorilla, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 very just. But it's very, got its little arms too. It's kind of yeah, cool. It's, it's, it's got, cool. got the, it's got the little yeah, the T Rex. Uh, a, fu a fun trivia that I just saw is uh, since he has the ability to breathe with both gills and lungs, Godzilla is considered more of an amphibian than he is a reptile. Yep. Yes. True. Okay. Uh, and the names given to Ghidorah's heads during production was Ichi, Ni, and San, which yeah, are the Japanese words me. for one, two, and three. Okay, and San's nickname, Kevin, likely refers to how San is easily distracted. He's the inquisitive one. He wants to know. He's what does this yeah. her body taste like? I yeah. want to nibbles it. I mean, he's <laughs> like the body. He's like, why can't I ever leave my brothers? I want to have my own life. Like, yeah, exactly. why, why, why can't I nom the body? Exactly. <laughs> Don't take it from him. He deserves this. <laughs> and uh, and and to compare sizes between Ghidorah and uh, Godzilla in this film, Ghidorah stands at 521 feet tall, making him 128 feet taller than Godzilla, who stands at 393 feet, which we do see when they do the first shot of both of them together. You see that mm -hmm. comparison is insane. So there's a fun fact about Godzilla size. So Godzilla was significantly, well, not like not significantly, but almost like uh, like seventy five to eighty feet smaller in the twenty fourteen movie, and then Shin Godzilla came out in twenty sixteen from Toho, and it was the tallest Godzilla yeah. in 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 the series. So Legendaries went, oh, really? 
fuck you. Hey, big. <laughs> my beer. It, it's well, literally, it's literally just a like, it, it's just a pissing funny. contest on on the size. But Toho even uh, one of them before that, where they're like, ah, we'll make Godzilla Earth, and they're like, we're the fucking Pope now, and he's like ten thousand feet tall or something. I'm like, what? He's, he's literally oh, part man. of. He's, he's literally a continent himself. Yeah. No, no, it's, it's, anyway, it's, sorry. So, <laughs> it's, it's so, literally. Right. So back to the plot. We see the news clips of all the the Titans destroying the world, um, and then we go to uh, the Mothra cocoon site. The Mothra cocoon site, which then we see Doctor Brooks well, again. We haven't wait, seen him it, since Kong Skull Island, but he is, of course, he is older now since this takes place during modern times. Don't um, they hold on before this? Don't they? Isn't they name? It's in this finally before this happens. Don't they name Monster Zero and they? Finally, figure out that he's King Ghidorah. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, not until believe, after that. Was oh, right after, after Mothra. After right Mothra. after Mothra. Yeah. Oh, okay. See, I see. Glad you guys. So, it, fun uh, fact: I did not know that this was Doctor Brooks from from Skull Island until like the second or third time I saw this movie. Yeah, I just never put like I never heard the name. Like I, they might have just um, said Brooks, and I just didn't think of it. Can you do me a favor? Can you look at because you have you have the IMD pulled up like I am, but I'm not going to look at. Is it not the same damn actor, just no. either either nope. CGI or with makeup? Oh, is it a completely it's a different, different actor. actor? It's the actor. If okay. you've seen uh, the recent Justice League movie, he plays uh, Silas Stone. Okay, okay, um, I got you. Uh, he looks. He looks yeah. really fact, much. Fun. That guy played. Oh God, I can't remember his name, but he was in Terminator Two. He was the scientist who worked for uh, that uh, Linda Hamilton's character, uh, Sarah Connor, uh, goes to his house because he is the one who creates the Terminators in the future. And so okay. sure, she was going to go kill him, and she and then she persuades him to 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 not go, you know go forward with things, and then he ends up dying anyways. But uh, but that's the same guy as uh, as um, Brooks in this film. But yeah, it's not the same. It's not the same actor. The actor uh, from he, he, he looks very yeah, they spot look on, very though. similar. Yeah, like it, and then you see um, Miles Dyson. Miles Dyson. Yep. And uh, and then we meet. Um, <laughs> Dyson. Is it Chen's sister? This is the twin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this, this is Chen's twin. Yeah. They notice that something is happening with uh, Mothra's. You know, Mothra has a cocoon built inside of a waterfall, which is cool because of the the uh the display once she emerges from the cocoon why are you saying that what what no no oh. she doesn't like mothra no 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 it Am has I saying to do something with, wrong it has to do with the twins no this is this whole okay, scene's if, beautiful okay, go this, this is the best mothra scene it is this is the best mothra scene in the movie like the, the song and everything i get goosebumps every but, time um, there also is another fun fact about the about the twins all okay, just go for it. So, <laughs> so the the character who plays the twins, whenever later on when they show that she is lineage three generations deep, yeah, it is her playing all yes. six yeah, of yeah, the yeah. characters in the photos. Yeah, like, I it, did it, read it, that. Yeah, being yeah, um, no, just this, this part of this part of the movie with Mothra. I mean, this, this is like one so of my favorite good. parts. Of the movie. Like I. Come from the guy who has literally Mothra tattooed on him. Like this, this is just like my. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so she, great! Yeah, she, she hatches for her from the she hatches from the cocoon, 
and she sprawls her beautifully glowing wings under the waterfall, which is such a cool shot. Um, and Did you notice about her wings? No. Oh, her eye, the eye, the, 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 so her wings are supposed to match the eyes of Godzilla, right? Yeah. It's supposed to be, yeah. So the thing about Mothra, because I know Airedale doesn't like, doesn't like it. <laughs> I um, know they're singling I, you out. No, right. hold on. Oh, okay. I know a lot Mothra. about Mothra as no, 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 much no. as I hate Mothra. Well, okay, not so hate, but I, to defend, defend my, is that this was like the first movie that I watched that I really like seen Mothra where you guys know a lot more about the whole entire, you know, she is a queen and must be protected. <laughs> no, but I, she I don't has know. Chocolate I thought... Donuts for kids. See, they are donuts. <laughs> they are chocolate donuts. You guys. Okay, <laughs> you so, guys. so how are you going to oh hate somebody God. that has chocolate donuts as kids? How are you going to hate somebody? That's like why that? I said her kids are better than she is. It's not wrong. How are you going to hate on the mother? She Can has to make the chocolate donuts, We still right? have a lot of film left. And <laughs> two hours in. This is going to be way longer than last week. So we didn't even take a break. You guys want to take a break? You guys need a break? I already went to break, so I'm good. This movie, does, this movie does cover way more than what... Oh, it does. I mean, it, 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 there's a lot in this movie. Everybody good? Everybody good? I'm good. I'm I mean, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to pee eventually, but I mean, that's <laughs> like that's why I got up. I couldn't wait any longer. Anyways, um, we can take a quick pee if you need to. No, I'm good. I'm good today. I'm Last going. week, not so much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I only I only have to be Remember, up at five o'clock in the morning. Let's if you go guys need two. to, st- if you guys need a break, just please say something. Just yell at me, and we'll we'll take a quick break. Chat. I know you're still there. I love you and thank you for being here. I um, hope you're enjoying yourself in the shenanigans that is this podcast. Listen, this is make sure you uh, is... make sure you hit the follow button. Make sure you subscribe to the Parker. He deserves every little bit of credit. Maybe not. The final so, part, does Mothra, do so, does Mothra, so does Mothra. So does Mothra. So does Mothra. But yes, I appreciate Ma- that. Mothra deserves everything. I'm just saying. I Dan will not is have hurting right Mothra. now. He is in physical pain. I can see it. If, if Dan, if Dan could I'm jump so through my it, jump him. through the screen and punch me in the face, he would. He would literally. <laughs> he would hit me with that. <laughs> Freaking poster he came this in. This is so good. <laughs> this is so much fun. All no, right, let's get back to the plot before this podcast goes five hours long. Uh, <laughs> as much as I love you guys, uh, yeah. Sometimes you just have to I rain us. We we will yeah. talk about this all day. Um, you got to rain. Don't back worry. In. Don't worry. When it comes in a couple weeks, I'm gonna be exactly where you are right now. Just oh, unnecessary. Jealous. Just a bunch of just random things that no one is going like to. I said, hopefully people nobody won't know. Be up early the next day because Parker's yeah. gonna talk all night. It's not yeah, even God. me this time. It's not even me this time. <sighs> um. All right. So we see Mothra birth herself out of her cocoon, which is really cool. Um. And all right. Refresh me on what's next. Movie. Okay. Mothra shows up at the. Essentially, they they all go back to oh. Castle Bravo. Yep. And then like Kyle, yeah, whatever his name, Kyle. Medicine. Medicine. Like, I'm gonna leave. Where are you gonna go? Gonna <laughs> and and. and uh, What's his name? Sam is like, where are you gonna go, man? Like, what are you doing? And and then you hear like you they see her right like in the distance, like kind of like a yeah, glow yeah, in yeah. the distance. Yeah, she, yeah, she's up. She's above the clouds. Yeah, and, and uh, she makes, makes all the clouds, the storm go away. Yeah, and she, and so uh, Kyle Chandler and Sam they go to the end of the ship as Mothra emerges from the clouds, which is really cool and. Uh, I read that her her screech or cry or whatever she does, the noise she makes is actually 
her the noise she makes in in her like original yeah it's showing. it's just sli- it, like it's slightly, slightly like, modified it yeah but it's yeah, like the same yeah, exact thing it is, um, it is, I, guess, it is I guess michael doherty i actually liked what uh gareth edwards did with the roar in the first movie but he wanted to make godzilla's roar more accurate to the original godzilla so they tweaked that too there, there is actually a roar in the movie from one of his pains of anguish which is actually ripped straight off from one of the toho movies like it, it which is, is cool i love the oh, godzilla wow. roar from the 2014 film i love i've i i, I love it i just love the, the but um the, oh, no go ahead finish. when he roars and then he it looks like it's a sound he makes when he's like inhaling where it's like a it's like a rumble yeah. Yep. I love it, but I like the, I mean, it, his roar in every movie is good. All the creature sounds of, like, uh, you know, uh, Monster Zero or Ghidorah's, the, the screech that they make when they're, you know, in battle is so cool. Like, it's all good. Um, Dan, because you'll know. Yes. You, you know. You know which roar that I'm talking about. Was that a, was that a, was that a Heisei ripped Roar that was used in because I, I I got I got very nineties Godzilla from from that roar. I, I just want to make sure that I'm in the right the right that's, ballpark. That's what it sounded like to me. But it was I think it was the scene where he gets I think the scene I'm thinking of is the same one you are. It's when he gets lightning bolted on in Antarctica and goes off yeah. that cliff. Think yeah, it's it's, it's got to be post eighty five, but yeah. before Destroyer. It, it's somewhere in that yeah in that pod. I agree. I agree. Uh, and so Mothra, so, Mothra, <laughs> so Mothra comes down and she's crying because I'm guessing she she knows that Godzilla is he's well I, mean, I don't know if she knows he's dead or whatever he's doing um but they you know it's just a really cool display of of how I mean she's I, the design of Mothra in this movie is amazing uh, I think the the you know the spectacle of all these creatures is just continues to be so good throughout these films. Like she, she is a, she's an alpha in her own regard. Right. Yep. Um, yeah. and then they are talking about there, or what is it? Is it then they're talking about how, if they, they bring this new, or they found this space and they kind of found where Godzilla is. Um, but they yep. figured out that it's highly, uh, radioactive and, yep. They can't get any ships in there. They can't get anything in, like a. They wanted to bring it in there with like a drone, right? Like a drone sub or something, and drop the nuke. But they. This was all. They, 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 they were they were talking about trying to torpedo a nuke, right? But it wouldn't work. Well, uh, yes and no, because that was the original plan that they were going to uh, they were going to torpedo the nuke in there. But that's um, after they actually make the dive and they go through the Hollow Earth and the the sub that the rain gets damaged, mm-hmm. they're no longer able to shoot the nuke right. in there. But that, that was the plan that they were going to they were they were going to boot the snoot with a with yeah. a nuclear warhead. Yeah. Um, well they also they also before they do all that they discuss the origin of Ghidorah's name and then they talk about um Dr. Chin being the long line of twins, which is also again also a reference to Mothra, the Shinobin always being the twin girls with him. And the first photo shows 1961 Infant Island, which was where Mothra was originally from in the Japanese movies. 1961 was the date for the original Mothra. So a lot of references in a short amount of time. So yeah, they okay, it's it's quick. 
it's rapid fire. It's like one after another. Yeah, like she talks a lot. And then they talk about Ghidorah. Like I figured out where his name's from. And yeah, yeah. and they talk about how it that Ghidorah's do they an sound alien. like that? Yeah, exactly. Hundred percent. That's great. Wait, yeah. I can't wait to rewatch They talk about how Ghidorah is an alien. It's not from this from this planet. Um, it's why it didn't get eviscerated by the oxygen destroyer. Yeah, don't need no oxygen. Yeah. Uh. So and then so yeah. So they take the dive because they were going to torpedo the nuke to the spot that Godzilla was. The sub gets damaged. They couldn't. Um. Or do they travel through like this old like ancient? Civilization it was like an Egyptian type. ruin. Yeah, that, that that's after that's after the whole the sub gets damaged. Yeah. Okay. Because um the yeah. ancient civilizations actually built the temple for yeah. Godzilla. Like for that. Godzilla. Yeah. Because there's yeah, that, murals. That, there's like there's uh you know cave drawings and all that of of Godzilla and and uh, other creatures as well or other titans. Which, Fun fact, of of course, there's a goddamn Viking ship there because the Vikings always get to everything before everybody else. Absolutely, they do. So, uh, it, 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 oh, okay, that, that that's yeah, a thing. So Ooh. they so they know that Godzilla is in, in this place that he's recharging. Pretty much, he has to. He's soaking up the you know nuclear energy from the um, the radiation from the the ocean floor, um, but. They're just like, oh, yeah, just, I mean, shouldn't be that bad, right? He's just got to recharge and go. And like, yeah, but it could take years before this happens. And Ghidorah and these other Titans will have the world already destroyed and it'd be too late. So um, Dr. Serizawa volunteers himself to what? That, that's, that's later in. Well, I mean, it's not that far in. Well, I mean, like that, 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 that part's after the boat gets destroyed because we're still in before they actually no that's go why down. i asked i asked if this happened i asked if they had gone through there before the subs got damaged and you said no the sub gets damaged and then they travel through well no no it, it was just it was dr sarazawa's decision to do it himself was after the after the sub was damaged and they realized they couldn't just fire the torpedo yeah, in. yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're still they're still above before they drop down where they're still planning the all right you know this is what we're gonna do Right. I thought we were past that. Were we not? Yeah, because they they talk about. Because you already talked about the underwater, underwater city, city and stuff, and they they don't see that until they go down through the. Okay, the okay. I'm yeah. I'm just um I'm I'm interlapping. Uh, no, right. So yeah, so they see you know and uh, 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 what's his name, Doctor Stanton? He talks about how it's older than most civilizations of like on you know on the surface. Yeah. Uh, yep. Many and, years before the Romans. Right. And which is cool. I like the, I love this like ancient, you know, the temples and all that things just literally to worship. Do they worship him? Is he like a God to them? I mean, he is called Godzilla. Yeah. Uh, kind of he, has, he has to be. I mean, right. I mean, he's and the, 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 the dead Anguirus skeleton, yeah. but that's neither yeah. here nor there. Yeah. And it, I, it, it almost yeah. reminds me of like the Kong skull islands, like the same type of mural. For what they had for Kong, like yeah, Kong like, was the god of that island, and yeah. the skull crawlers were the the bad things. Where the same thing is like Godzilla was their god, and yeah, the rest yeah, were. That, that's actually the first uh, trivia in, for this movie: is a skeleton can be seen outside of Godzilla's underwater temple. The skeleton bears a body shape resembling Angaris, 
a dinosaur who served as Godzilla's ally in a few films. The filmmakers have confirmed that it is, in fact, Angaris. Yeah, he's, he's the homie. That's cool. He's um, the homie. Yeah, so Godzilla's in there. He's charging up, but it's going to take a while. So their original plan was to shoot this nuke in there to to give him, to kind of recharge him quicker, but the, the sub gets damaged, and so they have to come up with another plan, and that plan pretty much is Dr. Sarazawa volunteers. He said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I will pilot uh, a craft with the nuke to where Godzilla is, and which is uh, which is and then of course you know, let's you know you killed you killed his partner and now we got to watch him die why why we got to watch all the good people die uh, like the, the, this scene but yeah is, this, this whole thing is great uh, it's a great character. decision on the filmmakers part to really like it's it's you're killing the characters that people are attached to more than like like if if let's say one of the the soldiers you know, gets, you know, the cat is a casualty to one of these Titans. It's not, you're not attached to them as much as these characters. So it was good on the filmmakers part to really keep you going by eliminating these established characters that have been in other films. Um, but yeah, so, uh, Serizawa volunteers to take a craft with the nuke to Godzilla and they're like, well, it's super radioactive. So if, if this is what you're going to do, there's no coming back. This is literally, you're going to die. And he's like, "That's cool. I'm ready." I was like, "Oh no, I'm 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 literally detonating a damn nuke. I didn't yeah. plan to come back from this right. in the first place." Yeah. Well, I think one of their plans was like initially they were talking about just dropping the nuke and then going back, but they're like, "Yeah, it's too radioactive. You can't. We can't do that. You go yeah. in there, you're you're dead. You cross that barrier, you're done." So we have a heartfelt goodbye with everybody, um, and he's off. And you see him pilot the craft through the the ruins of this really cool looking civilization, uh, and Godzilla. And then you like from the distance you you see the, at first you just kind of see a black silhouette, but you see his sails, which you know indicate that's where he is. And he's just laying there. He's just chilling. It's like you know, long night of drinking. Uh, you know. <laughs> Ate a lot of Taco Bell. He's just, he's just, he's spent. He had a big hangover. Yeah, he's ready to just zonk it out, you know? What's up? You're like turning red over there. You're like holding something back. What's up? His sails? What is His dorsal fins? Those are, that's what you call them, his dorsal fins? Okay, I'm sorry. I've always called them sails. I mean, you're not wrong, but it's just like, yeah, because I mean, I just think of like a stegosaurus, and that's what they're called on their back. Yeah. Is they're called yeah, sails. Yeah, yeah they're and, good because it's part water. So yeah, they're, right, they're, I, I, yeah. I mean, when I think of a door, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, damn it. I'm, I'm, gonna, okay. I'm gonna. I'm mad at Dan you. Were the one. You were the one that was like, Dan for not correcting me two weeks Vivian. ago when I was saying sales the whole episode. It's I fine. call it dorsal plates, so I mean, team pl- throw. I'm not judging. There's sales to me, we all right, people. Let's get it. over it. <laughs> Whatever can, makes you happy. We support you no matter what. I mean, sales are still on water, so how about that? Um, <laughs> so yeah, so you, you see his dorsal fins in the in the distance, <clears> which is cool, and then he's he's just, you know, he's 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 recharging, he's snoozing it away. And uh, which and then, you know, because Sarazal has such a such a deep connection with Godzilla, this is this scene is so emotional. I think it's probably one of the most emotional scenes in the movie. 
Which is it, crazy when you think about a movie like this, where you're like, you feeling something deep. Uh, because for one, I love this character. If when it comes to the human characters of these films, especially oh, well, I, of just the two that he was in, you know, I loved him in the first one, and I loved him in this one. And watching him do what he, you know, making that sacrifice and having that really heartfelt moment of going up to him and and you know putting his hand on his on his on his nose. And what does he Sayonara. say? Sayonara. Yeah, he says yeah, he goodbye, says, old friend. Goodbye, Sayonara, old friend. Tomoyo. Funny enough, uh, thank you. Standard. I couldn't remember. This the is not yeah, the only Sarazawa sacrifice that involves Godzilla. Aradella has my back because I, I I knew the Sayonara part. I was like, oh crap, what the hell's the rest? Yeah, but he ultimately says goodbye, old friend, and then the nuke, and then you don't hear it, you just see it. The nuke goes yep. off. It destroys everything, and uh, you get the surface shot of the water of the the water coming up. Um, and then it's 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 the waiting game now of uh, them waiting for him to come back. Like um, dude, dude straight inhales an entire line of of nuclear radiation. Yeah, yeah. He is, he is literally a guy in a bathroom at a party in 1985. Just ready to go back yep. out there for another six hours like just like it, let's it's go off the back of a toilet <laughs> yeah but it's glowing <laughs> we're talking about scarface now uh, <laughs> it, it, it is. i mean uh, it's a massive pile yeah so he takes a nuke straight to the gut and just yeah just completely regenerate like re-energized um then we go to we're back to with jonah and uh emma talking about uh talking about everything where she's like this is not what we planned he's not under our control anymore we thought we could control you know uh do they call him monster zero what do they call him do they call him Ghidorah? like what do they I remember Jonah, if they still call him do they call I don't, him I don't I don't I don't think they actually specify him by name at yeah this point. I didn't think so but they yeah they're like he is not under our control he is the alpha now he is we we can't do anything and uh you know they're they're talking back and forth and of course there's a vent nearby and madison hears everything and she's like uh -uh, i can't be a part of this anymore um and then well i know that uh madison emma and jonah have this conversation of like he's just like what did mommy tell you what did she tell what did he what did she tell you was was happening here like you know like this is what this is what we're doing and we're not going to stop regardless of how out of control it has gotten uh and you know she storms off and and her uh Emma and Madison get into a fight um and Emma locks herself up in her room and then later on she steals the orca and drives away to good old Fenway Park in Boston, good old, only a cu- only a couple hours away from where me and Nemesis are right now. Oh, so you uh, guys saw the whole thing? Yeah, we saw it from a distance. Like, <laughs> like holy shit, we're gonna stay here. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of glowing lights and shit. I'm not, I'm not all about that. Uh, we'll just ignore the diapers in my closet. Right. But, uh, but yeah, they uh, she drives to Fenway with the Orca because uh, she is going to try to. What is is she is her thing to try to like calm everything down or to stop it all? 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's going to play it over Because she's the... got the amplifier, right. She's going to do it over the speakers. Um, yeah, she has it on the wrong frequency. Yep. Uh, God's... Oh, right. And then we see the cool scene where Godzilla comes out of the water... He charges up, which is always one of the coolest. The coolest sounds is him charging up, and he, <laughs> and he aims up and shoots straight up into the air, which is a cool shoots. visual. It's the poster, shoots. of course. Yeah. As you can see, if, Chad, if you can see that is literally what he does in that scene um, right below me. Uh, yeah, shoots his uh, his atomic breath into the air. It signifies back. Everybody's like, "Yeah, let's go." Everybody's hyped not, up. Not yeah. the last time you'll see that moving forward. No. But isn't it the opposite direction though? Yeah, I was gonna say. No, 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 no. I'm 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 saying like like moving forward in the series, not the last time you see him fired just Oh short. okay. Um yeah. you get where I'm going with that. Yeah. So uh so Madison's trying to mess with the orca, trying to get things like right, trying to control the chaos that is the Titans destroying the world. And but accidentally calls uh Ghidorah to where she's at, and uh, Oops. not not a good situation as Ghidorah is just m- destroying a you know classic ballpark, just destroying one of the you know, it's a bad day to be a Red Sox fan, yeah. Yep. Yep. Red Sox True. already sucks, so let's just destroy Fenway, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess you are now. I guess the only monster at Fenway. You're right. You're right. Uh, and so, yeah, so uh, Ghidorah's doing that. And then uh, Godzilla shows up. And we get to get, we get another awesome fight scene between the two. Uh, and again, Ghidorah is just, just manhandles Godzilla, like, you get a couple. You get a couple good back and forths, but then Ghidorah's like, you know what? I got these giant wings. I'm gonna just pick your ass up and fly it to the moon, and then I'm gonna drop your ass. But the best part of that w- was their initial run up into each other. The the, the big old yeah. and it's like the the shock wave the that comes when they both hit each other. Now does uh, does Rodan and Mothra fight at the same in this part? Before, yes, they, before Ghidorah picks him up? Yes. Yeah, it is, it is, yeah that's before he gets... Okay, so Mothra gets, shows up. And Mothra webs and, the door to the building. Yeah, and like, you know, Godzilla sees her and he's like, I love you. Um, Which is such a... <laughs> isn't that a thing, though? No. It, 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 Why it, do people it, say that? I it, thought there was a thing with like Godzilla and Mothra had a like a fling. Like, what... It, Literally oh. just a symbiotic relationship between the real thing. I just want to say it. Okay, I just want to make you guys uncomfortable and hate me for saying it. All right? He looks at her with those baby blue eyes, those atomic eyes. It's just like I love you. Bye. <laughs> oh, how to destroy a podcast? Oh God. Okay, so Mothra shows up. It's a cool scene. <laughs> it's a cool scene, and then yeah, Rodan shows up to. And then uh, as Godzilla and Ghidorah are fighting, Mothra and Rodan start fighting, which is cool. Uh, but Rodan is pretty much uh, is is he's he's definitely over like outpowering her. Like he's he's definitely stronger than her. 
Um, but she's, you know, she's she's doing what she can do. She knows. I feel like Mothra knows that she can't beat him, but she's trying to just slow him down. Um, and then we get where he uh, sets fire to one of her wings, correct? Like damaging one of her wings. She and, just gets torn apart. Yeah, she gets she gets ripped apart by by Rodan. But then she gets a cool like last hoorah, right? What? It does not get ripped apart by Rodan. Well, she gets she, well, not she ripped gets apart. Old, but I mean, no, I'm not saying ripped apart. I'm talking like her wings get damaged. Like she is, like she is pretty much. She's getting. She, she gets ragdolled at, at yeah, like at, yeah, at the most. Like no, um, no major damage. It, it's just Rodan. Yet, I mean, dude, she's like stumbling across when she's crawling up on top of Godzilla. She's like barely in her own way. Come on. <laughs> she had a couple shots of moonshine. She's yeah. feeling some way right now. Yeah. So her wing is her wings are damaged, and she kind of gets a last shot on Rodan and stabs him, which you think is like the killing blow because of the way he reacts, but you, but it's not, uh, where she takes her stinger and stings. It puts it right through his chest. And he has that, like it's, it's that reaction where you didn't know if it was her or if it was Godzilla, like grabbing him. You didn't know it. You just saw his, like, it was like a stun, like look on his face, but then you look down and it's the, the stinger going through his chest. And then he, he falls. And, and the overdramatic yelping as he falls to the ground. I know. I said he's like a little puppy. Yeah. Like if, if there was a there was a Titan Wilhelm scream, that's it right there. Yeah. See, now I wonder when she does that because she does sting him. So generally, stingers are not just a non-injection. Well, uh, I mean, Mothers yeah. never had a never had a poison type of anything. She's true. She has had stingers, but they they try to it seem like they try to make it more biologically grounded. And generally, when an organism has a stinger, it's for injection purposes. I mean, so, not wrong. I'm just saying hypothetically, she could have in, injected something into him as well. It's entirely possible. It'd be cool, but it's just a thought that I've always had. No, I'm not against that whatsoever. Uh, so yeah, so that happens. Mothra is in rough shape. Rodan is out, out of the mission for uh, the duration. He's looking at wounds. Yeah, he's. I mean, he, I think most. I think some people probably thought he died, like that, because of the way that yeah. he reacted. Oh, yeah. But he doesn't. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, but, it, uh, it's it's very overdramatic. Yeah, he's right? a drama queen, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, Godzilla is <laughs> yeah. fighting uh, Ghidorah. Ghidorah gets the upper hand and decides. Yeah. Yeah, because this is electricity. At this that? point, that, like, that's right. He bites onto the transformer, gaining more energy. And just smokes Godzilla and just smokes Godzilla with a good beat of good bolts of the the gravity bolts. It's such a cool gravity bolts. (laughs) And uh, and it 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 like really gets Godzilla good where he is like having a hard time recovering. And then Ghidorah's like at this point, this is when the, the military is like, you know, hey, that nuke worked a little too fucking well. He's about to have a fucking atomic meltdown. Yeah, they're yeah. Like, so they, they they knew what the hell was happening. The big drawing factor, like, hey, he's about to go. Yeah, near this point. Yeah, which whew, God, I can't wait for this. Uh, so yeah, so Ghidorah picks up Godzilla, flies him up to the sky, really into high. space. Might we add? Was he? Is that really how far? He, He's he falling above the clouds. 
crawling far enough to where he's That's catching right. he sets on fire. He, he, right. He's he's being dropped from space. Yeah. Yeah. He's literally he is a megaton meteor at this yep. point. Uh so yeah, so we uh so Ghidorah picks him up to space, drops him, freaking just like a missile falls to the falls to the ground, and he is he is just spent. He is on the he is in bad shape. Uh Ghidorah displays his dominance. Um and Mothra slowly crawls her weak ass up on top of Godzilla and <laughs> And pollinates him. <laughs> yeah. Well, she sacrifices herself. She sacrifices herself, right? Yeah. It's she's pretty much trying, trying to, trying she to get him back up again, and she figures it's the only way to do I it. I mean, she she's giving him the radiation. She is she? Yeah, is, is the best form of God. Yep. And Dan, no, Dan is what I'm talking about. Like this is yeah. We need a, we need a minute. That doesn't happen yet. And is we then we gotta have a minute before that. So is. so yeah. So uh uh yeah, Mothra does that. Uh, and then we get to um Emma. Uh, she is trying to find Madison because Madison takes the orca. She leaves a course, goes to does all those things that we talked about before. Uh, trying to figure out where she, where she is, and then she runs into. Uh, well, Mark actually goes to Fenway because he finds out that that's where she is, uh, and that's when just destruction. Ghidorah's destroying everything, and um, and that's, that's when that's, they find the worker crushed. Yes, and the orca become is damaged. Uh, Emma comes comes by and is just like, "Get in! Like, let's go! We got to get out of here! We got to for one, we got to we got to find Madison." And they're arguing in the car, and uh, and then O'Shea Jackson has the the line of like, "Oh, I'm glad you're not my parents" or something like that, right? Yeah, if I you guys were my parents, I would, I would run away too home. if you were my parents. And that's where they do the whole and they're like, What? What you say? <laughs> like, she went home. Yeah, and so yeah, so they go to uh, their house, uh, their old house, um, and it's destroyed. And they're going through the rubble, and Madison is in a bathtub, just perfectly. But she's just in there, you know. Hey, tornado awareness. No, I mean, I, yeah, yeah, that's true fact. I mean, it is, it is. It. I mean, the thing is, it's like, you, you, if you live in Boston or San Francisco, are you hiding in a bathtub? There's no tornadoes there. I mean, there is tornado. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> they found her in a bathtub. They take her out. Uh, they re, you know the. the She's dead. Oh, we got to, you know, the typical very dramatic come back to life type deal. Um, and then they, uh, you know, they're like, we have to fix the orca. We got to try to draw Ghidorah away. And Emma's like, I'll do it. Or no, no. She's like, we're all going to go onto the, uh, onto the carrier. And, uh, she does the whole, the old, uh, almost gets on and then like turns around right as like the doors are shutting we're like ah you can't come now <laughs> I'm <gonna do> this <laughs> by myself and uh it was like no the dramatic like you know madison going crazy because her mom's gonna die type deal and that lasts way too long that's a the longest you know like hold me back type deal like oh, all right yeah. we got we got the point emma emma takes the orca 
and takes a Hummer and starts driving away. And Ghidorah's chasing, uh, chasing after her. Oh, Flips the hold on. what? Hold on, is that really what it says? Oh, I thought. Oh, I, thought I, I, I really love that she wrote. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I did. I, I was like, is that what we're calling her? Pollinating herself, Mothra Sand. I mean, it's I'm. Cool. But I was like, all I'm right. Writing really fast. Okay, I, I know. Yeah, I know what part you're talking about. I, I just appreciate the womb womb. <laughs> oh my god. Uh so yeah, so Ghidorah ends up flipping the Hummer and then we hear the ominous muse like the sound of Godzilla's back, baby. Well and we get the we get the, we get the whole long leave the king while she's yeah. dying. But I thought that was was she says that before Godzilla shows back up. Yeah, she says that she says it, and then Ghidorah's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." She says, "Oh, right." right. And then yeah, so she says she's on the ground and she sees Godzilla, but you don't see him yet. But and then she says, "Yeah, long live the king." Um, And just gets Thanos out of existence. Yeah, and learning Goji, and then you literally see things just melting, like just dissolving into nothing and you hear just the ominous sound you don't see him yet you just see the everything around it is just melting away and then you see him glowing red like he is his eyes are red he's just glow oh my god this is the coolest godzilla ever it is burning godzilla bar none oh my god dark razards in the chat what's up buddy piggy hello John, I saw you up there, buddy. Yeah, that's so cool. It just the best fucking callback for a god. Yeah, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Let's go. Yeah, it, it, it's it the, the 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 sound they use for him in this for this duration of him. You know, it it's just so badass. And oh, the matching like. <laughs> Well, dude, I still have a head on air. My shelf's out there. This guy's in my room. <laughs> I, I do. I do really like that. The like the pulsing, like when oh, yeah. he like charges oh, up and that, pulses that, out. I love that. I thought Mothra. that was so cool. Yeah, it's the, the pulse of Mothra sound. Oh yeah. yeah. So we also were. I also missed. I just thought of it. We also missed when after Ghidorah drops him and he lands. Like she, all the all of Ghidorah's heads grab on and start like, are, is it like taking his energy? Yeah, trying to absorb his. Yeah, yeah they're they're biting onto him and they're trying to drain him of the radiation. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. Producing excessive amounts right. of. I know that was like a while ago, but I I completely forgot about that. Or even better, trying to drain him of his G cells. Oh. Because I don't know. Um, but yeah, he just looks badass and then he just starts emanating this this wave. It's like this just energy wave that hits Ghidorah, and the first thing you see is Ghidorah's wings start deteriorating. And it's just and Ghidorah that I think that's when Ghidorah realizes I'm fucked. <laughs> Very fucked. <laughs> I am like, what yes. happened? And then you get the 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 second wave that hits the heads and the heads start to, to deteriorate and fall apart. And you just see the skeletons underneath. Um, thanks. This is what prison must be like. Carry yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. And then knocks and then Ghidorah gets knocked down 
Godzilla steps on Ghidorah's chest and then steps on it and like the energy pulse comes out of Ghidorah. Oh, so, so cool. It's such but a cool, cool scene. Like this whole thing is just badass. What a way to like end this is with Godzilla just being right. more. I mean, he's already badass, <laughs> but let's make him more badass. This right. is a tribute done right. If I've seen yeah. one like this was just. Yeah. And after that, like the. Was it like things start to like fall apart and stuff? And then um, yeah, we see all, them, all the Titans come in. Well, no, no, the, no, that's 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 not yet. The helicopter pulls away and then Godzilla goes nuclear. Oh, yeah. He he just blows up. Um which I thought was really cool. But then after the explosion, after the, the blast, it comes back to where it's like the, it's like uh, rubble. And then you see a Ghidorah head pop out, but it's actually Godzilla has one of the heads in his mouth and he uses, he's back to his normal self and he uses his atomic breath to pretty did much anybody, shoot atomic breath out of Ghidorah's head, which then deteriorates which head it was that was uh, in his mouth. Kevin. Did Kevin get screwed again? God, poor Kevin. But Okay, so you have the 2014 Kiss to Death, which was a very good scene. I think this one takes the Kiss to Death and just throws it in the trash can. Like, this yeah, is just... Yeah, the fact that he shoots his atomic breath through Ghidorah's head, and, and then like, it, like, it just disintegrates, and then it's just ash, and then he, like, spits the little bits of it out of his mouth. It's the cool fact if you look at it while he's doing it, the Ghidorah eyes even glow blue as well. Mm-hmm. Like how Godzilla's does. Yeah. Like it, it, yeah. It's it's cool. Just it's super cool. Uh, um so yeah, so we get and then it goes, uh then it uh Doctor uh what's his name? Uh the the funny guy. Doctor uh, Stanton. He goes, yep. I well I'm glad he's on our side. Yes. And, and then she said for now. And for now. Uh, which kind of is like ominous to what we're going to see in the next film. Um, and then all of the Titans gather around Godzilla as he's kind of standing on the, uh, on a, on a mound that's a little bit higher than everybody else to signify. He is the alpha again. We which see is, the, they now fucking show up right, right. after it. It's just a, <laughs> it is a perfect way to end, you know, except so, for the turtle. He's still trying. He's like, this isn't fair. He's like, I'll be oh, there, guys. God. Hold on. Please wait. Oh, I've my God. The ocean? Like, what? Yeah. He's just mad because he can't fly like the other turtle can. But anyway, yeah. carry on. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, so so they all um, gather around. You see uh, you see the behemoth. Uh, you see uh, the behemoth. You see the Muto Prime. You see, and then oh, Rodan. Rodan comes in or lands in front of him and bows like he did to Ghidorah earlier um, to signify that Godzilla is now the king of the Titans. He's back. He is back. And then he he roars, which is always a great way to end. And then that's it. That is the end of Godzilla. But wait, guys. But then we get the credits and goddamn Godzilla plays. Blue Oyster Colts Godzilla. Well, it's not by them, but it's it's a well, a, uh, a remake of it. But yes, God, okay, you know, well. it's a, it is. And in fun fact, it is the first time that this song has been used in a Godzilla film. 
way fucking overdue. And 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 I love that song, that that the Blue Oyster Cult song. I love it. But 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 Sergio, like it. Fan of that song. Oh man. I love I I mean okay. I grew up I grew up listening to that like that was a song that oh, it's always on the radio. Uh, is, it, is it because uh, yeah. because of Sergey's influence that you don't like it or what about it? No, do you no I just it, it's just so overplayed. It was like it's good I'm like yeah, but it's not like Blue Eyes so many better songs and I love yeah. I love Godzilla but I just don't care for the song. Not even this remake. It doesn't matter. It's the song as a whole. Yeah. I don't care for. I mean I I I just enjoy that they finally that I finally got to hear it. In a god after a god, you know, it's in the credits. It's it's at a Godzilla in a Godzilla movie, and it's actually a good version. I liked this version yeah. of the song. I thought it was really really cool. Um, it, I got really excited when I first heard it. First time I ever saw so, this movie. Sam McCree does not make duds. All he does is produce hits, and it is it is, it knocks it out of the park. Like it, it's great. Um, yeah. Then we you know you see uh you see some some uh some scenery changes, uh, which we do see skull Island in this, uh, during the credits, we yeah. do have like some flybys of, of, of skull Island. Um, and then we go through the entire credits and then we have our end, uh, end credit scene, which is, um, a town. Is it the same town as before the Isla? It's, it's yeah, it's Isla de Mar. Okay. So we're back there. Uh, uh, Jonah is there. Alan Jonah is there. He's walking with a guy and they're talking about how like the fishing is is pretty much done because of all the dead fish and because of the gravity or the sorry, the oxygen destroyer mm-hmm. destroyed fishing in this area. But they found something else. And uh, what do they find is Kevin's head Kevin's sitting head. in a freezer. Um, so, and, um, oh, so while we're here on this note, um, Nemesis, because you asked about the the origins and everything of like you know like like the entire like Godzilla backline, there's a fun play here that actually kind of ties into where Godzilla was created, because um, as Parker mentioned, was the uh, the fishing is dead and they're no longer able to like everything here is pretty much dead. So the original concept of the Godzilla movies, um, when Castle Bravo nuclear test started to become a thing, uh, the lucky number five dragon boat was out there in that in that area when Bikini Atoll bombings were going on. And the boat actually brought back radioactive tuna back to the mainland of Japan. And that ties into the origins of the Godzilla movies and what started off the series besides the whole bigger over theme, but that was a big startup to producing the movie and the series. So it's a nice little fun, it's a nice little fun to play. And however, I think Dan wanted to say something else. It looked like you looked like you were like, yeah, hold on. There's still more there. Oh, yeah, right. so it was that nod to the, you know, we can't fish here anymore. Like everything is dead here. It, it's a nice little tongue in cheek to like, yeah, that's what originally brought the Godzilla series to life with the, the, the dead fish and everything here is just absolutely no longer useful. So it, it's a, it's a fun little, if you know, you know, so, but, yeah, so, so that, that brought it all together. Yeah. So Alan Jonah, uh, That's pretty cool. much says, yeah, I'll take it, um, to Kevin's head, which then, you know, foreshadows things in the future. And that is it. That is the end of Godzilla King of the Monsters. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, so pretty much we have a bunch of lists that I have not written down, but I somehow remember. Uh, first, we are going to rate main characters of the franchise. So we're talking about all four of these, all four films. Um, well, of course, we can't rate uh, next week's yet, but uh, so, as of right now, uh, we have the the cast, pretty much the entire cast of Kong Skull Island, and then we have uh, Ford Brody or Brody. Sorry. Oh, another oh, thing, hey, yeah, another hey, thing hey, that I yeah. I mentioned to Umbreon yesterday when we were watching on Discord. Um, there was actually a radio call that the main military lady uh, was. She was calling one of the ships, and one of the ships was called the USS Brody, which. It was I, I saw it in the subtitles and I was like, why why did they do that? I guess it was I mean it's probably just a callback to the to the twenty fourteen movie, but whatever. Um why? yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, Can we just uh, say that it's a reference to Jaws instead of the terrible character from the twenty fourteen movie? Okay. Cool. Gotta need a bigger boat. Yep, exactly. Um so yeah, uh so right now the list for that is the cast, pretty much the entire cast of Kong Skull Island because there were so many characters and then it was Ford Brody. Uh, where do we rank the care? Like I, I would just probably rate them all just like we did Kong Skull Island just because there's so many characters in this. We're talking about like the, um, the protagonists here, right? Protagonist means the good guys, right? Yes. yes. I know my words. <laughs> so we're going to rate the protagonists of this movie and then we'll rate the bad guys uh, in the other, you know, we have, I don't even how many, know how many of these we do. Um, but yeah, where do we rank these um, out of Kong Skull Island and Godzilla 2014? Save me for last. I'm going to be controversial right. here. DNA Gaming, go ahead. Number one? Me, I do. Okay. No, number two. I think Stanton puts. I think Stanton makes a really strong case for me when it comes to this this cast. Stanton's good, but you don't have a memorable like running joke whole movie of Dear Billy. Yes, you don't have. (laughs) Oh my god! I have to agree with Dan. I have to agree with Dan. I have such a connect. I think I have more of a connection with the Kong characters than I do with the characters in this movie. Even though I do like most of the characters in this movie, I just like the the collective cast of Kong better. I'm sorry that I went. I should have went last. But so you're saying number one? But you guys are split. So we got we got okay so we got one one and a half for one and then Dan where are you putting it? A two? Okay. Uh Nemesis. I'm going Kong Skull Island. I I definitely Okay so you're putting it at number two? You gotta say where it's going. No, no, I'm saying I'm going with if I say I'm going with Kong Skull Island, that means it's number one. No, no, I'm saying. Mean this, oh, oh, this no, not oh, number two. I mean, uh, 2014. That's yeah. It's it's gonna be last. I feel at it's... the end of this whole thing. Um, I, well, since Umran wants to go last, I will. I'm gonna put this at number two as well. Um, I, like- I like the like I, the cast of Kong. I just liked. I thought they were oh. better. I thought it was better, but I liked the cast of this movie. I liked the characters. Um. But yeah, I just have to edge Kong, the characters of Kong, over well, there's that. There's already three of you that have voted for me too. So, so. Yeah, even I mean, I still want to listen to Umbri- what Umbriana say, but right now, but we have our we have our new rankings. Go ahead, Umbriana. I rank this third. Oh, Whoa. oh. no, no, no! 
I'm, I'm shit posting. Clearly, this to me, this is number one. Okay. <laughs> I, was so like, I, I, I was like, if you're putting this below that I terrible genuinely, character, I genuinely like the characters from Kong Island. Don't get me wrong. However, Randa's character from Kong Island was too much of a detractor for me. He personally took me out of it from the main characters. I. While I liked um, Tom Hiddleston's character, there was not enough for me there, and I genuinely, Brad Larson's character could not have been in the movie. Would not have hurt my feelings whatsoever. She was Kong's. She was the. She was that female that Kong needed. To Ooh, she was Andaro. Uh, still, yeah. blow a load. Whatever. Right. However, to the characters that you pull into this movie, everybody is not a hater. But I mean, you bring back. Ken Sarazawa, which is a very strong character into the MonsterVerse series. Yep. You bring, you introduce Chen, you bring the the the, the Shabun twins, which is always a very, that, that is that is a that is a heartstring, like that is that is a very good callback reference. That means a lot. You introduce the Russell family, which very dysfunctional as hell. I still love two out of three. I, I love Mark. I love I love Madison. Emma could literally hop off a. She could hop off a. She could, she could hop off a roof with no parachute. I hated her character, but I mean, like she was genuinely designed to be that that middle of the road character that ended up having that. Oh wait, ho, hold on, surprise! This was all my idea. I wanted to bring this. I wanted to bring this chaos, but did not know what I was capable of bringing upon mankind. So it's, it's a very very heavy detractor there, but. With all of the cast here, even looking at, while the most the group here may not agree that this military group stands up to the Kong Skull Island group, which I get that I understand that. I mean, the the military was more of a focus in Kong Skull Island. I get that. However, a lot of the quips and one-liners from this military cast and a lot of the other outlying quips. And story plots that is driven by this sequel, especially where we're going to go into next week's movie. There's not, there's not a, there's not a reason I can't put, I cannot put this under Kong Skull Island. I will put Kong Skull Island at a solid two for this week, but I think this group of characters solidifies one, and I'm not going to confirm or deny whether I see rankings being shaken up next week. But I wholeheartedly, I, I, I love this group, and it's a good dynamic as far as it goes. But that's not going to say that Kong Island did not have a well group. I just have to give the solid edge to King of the Monsters. So my, my take on that, that was a good, I like that. But uh, for my take, is like I, for Kong Skull Island, I got more attached to the human characters and less of the monster battles for Godzilla King of the Monsters. I didn't wasn't not very attached to the human characters, but I enjoyed the Titan battles more. So there there, so there was a large like, it's like a flip flop. Yes, yeah, like yeah, like there, there's a large there's a large separation between the battles from the Titans and King of the Monsters to Kong Skull where it almost felt like the humans almost had to drive Kong Skull Island forward as a movie in the whole whereas king of the monsters was set up to be a titan clash 
and the humans were there to to round it off where it feels like almost the polar opposite of Kong Island. And actually, I'm going to go ahead and throw this back to Kong Island because I didn't say it last week full openly because I know how Parker felt. Samuel L. Jackson's character really just drove me off the fucking deep end. and He pisses me off to no end. Which so, is what he's supposed to do. You're supposed to hate him. Yeah, we talked about that. We it, talked about it, how yeah, he so, was, uh, so it wasn't not our favorite. Greatest. It's not his no, greatest by 100%, 100%. far. 100%. No, the, the thing is, is, though, is that, you know, I said the same thing. But if you really think about it, a lot of us, when we talk about that movie, what's the first thing we say? Oh, Samuel L. Jackson's character. Well, then that's obviously something that tie, like that drew you in because you you didn't like his character, which I think was almost what they were aiming for because it's something you talk about all the time. It's not just one person. It's multiple people talking about that one character. And with this movie, you could do the same thing with Vera Farmiga's character, though. Yeah. Like, like he was oh, helping. No, she, I'm, she not, was I'm not denying Jackson that. In this no, movie. I'm not denying that at all. And I, I, I didn't like. I think the cast of Godzilla King of Monsters was good. I just, it, to me personally, I didn't connect with them as much as. No, no that, that, that's and, more than respectable. Yeah, and I think even with like you guys are right. Is I think with the Vera Farmiga, Farmiga, whatever you say her name, um, mm-hmm. I think her character exactly was that point. Is that you don't like her, but you talk about her and that's what kind of is like a, it draws you in. Is that like you hate them so much that it, it like that's, yeah. that's, that was their intention. It's almost like those things. Like when you watch a video and you hate it so much, but you keep watching cause you want to know what happens next. That's exactly what these characters are. So you, you hate Samuel L. Jackson because he like, it was one of his, my least favorite characters of him ever, but I wanted to keep watching. Cause I'm like, this movie's actually good, but his character pisses me off. I hope he dies is what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but, so, I mean, um, I mean, either way, we're outvoted here. It looks like Kong Scotland is still going to stand on top of the list. Unfortunately, with a three to two vote, uh, number one is Kong Skull Island. Number two is Godzilla King of the Monsters. And number three, actually, we're just going to put it at number four, is Godzilla 2014. <laughs> because we know that it's going to stay there next week. Um, but yeah, it could be a shakeup with, uh, with next week's episode. Uh, now we're going to rate the antagonist, meaning... We're going to be rating the Titans and the human. So it's going to be uh, Ghidorah. I'm going to put just Ghidorah and Jonah um, as as the group. Well, well, okay, uh, we'll, put, we'll put in Emma Russell, too, because she was. Well, um, l- let me let me counterbalance to to piggyback off where you're going just to counterbalance off of last week's. Um, I feel like it's better to do the because last week's was really more of just the antagonist because you you held you held the monster separately oh did from, I? With, yeah you did the skill colors and you did you did skill colors wrote this all down hey eh? <laughs> so i, I, okay, I so mean we'll just do the antagonist point. then so we'll do jonah and uh, I'll, i'm gonna put emma russell in there too because she was a bad guy for pretty much the majority of this film yeah, um, her 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 half ass turn at the end did did not warn enough to be like Oh, but she tried. No, fuck it. This was truly all her evil plan. It just went out of her control. Yeah, yeah. She's just she's just as far in bad yeah. as as what Jonah Wait, was. What did I, what would we do for Godzilla twenty fourteen? Who was like the bad guy in that? There really wasn't one. The military. military? Yeah, they're gonna be number four. Um, so, <laughs> There's no reprieve. Yeah. So right now, so right now it's Samuel Jackson at number one. Uh. 
and then we have two and three is empty and four is the military from Godzilla 2014. So where are we putting Alan Jonah and Emma Russell? DNA, you guys go first. I hated both of them. Like I, I have to put them at two at least. Okay. So you, th- so, so you think that they are just like a worse developed antagonist compared to Samuel Jackson's character? You, you, you didn't hardly see Jonah. That's true. He was kind of just like there for a few seconds and he was gone. Yeah. He's like, I'm the bad guy. Remember, this was your idea. Yeah. You yes. called me. This yeah. was your idea. I want to tell you that a couple times yeah. throughout the week. This was your idea. Yeah. Like. Um. Yeah. Okay. And uh, what's oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, sorry. I was going to say Emma Russell or whatever has some real questionable fucking motivation. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. So, so, we got two, so we got two. We got two votes for number two. So it's all up to us. It's it's up to us three. If we have one more that says number two, then that's what it's going to be. Nemesis. Oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, uh, while Nemesis is is in thought, can I go ahead and jump in real quick? Yeah. Go yeah, for go it. Number three. I really thought the military from 2014 was more of a fucking issue and had more drama than this character. I absolutely detest the I, I detest the, the villainous of Emma and 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 Jonah. Like they offer absolutely nothing. I think they're dull. There's no like it's literally it's it's snippets at a time. The military was at least a constant theme throughout 2014. Like, it just, it's so fucking boring. To be such a a drivel part, like, Emma's supposed to be a main character, but I mean, yeah. fuck her. I, 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 have no, I have no care for her. You could have taken her character out. You could have left it at Jonah, and I'd still feel just the same. It is dead hard last place for me, and I, I know I can't. It, it's hard last place. Nemesis. I don't even know what to say now because uh, say whatever uh, is on your mind. It's your opinion. On my mind. Oh, look, look, look in your look in, hey, look in your fridge. It might be in there. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, 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 next week. Hey, you got enough hey, you got enough letters on that fridge to like write out the movie we're reviewing? (laughs) Dude. I don't know if they're for your kids. (laughs) Oh man. That's funny. Uh I don't I'm so bad at like the bad people because I I I don't know. Here's the thing. Are they better than Samuel Jackson? No. Okay. Are they better than the military from Godzilla 2014? I couldn't fucking tell you. <laughs> I don't. I you know I'm so bad about the 2014 one. Like I'm so. Uh, I'm trying to think of like. It's okay. It was a rough movie. It's been a well, while. The, the, the military's entire the military's entire purpose from the 2014 movie was just to eviscerate everything. Not pick a side. It's literally. Yeah. Fuck him. Take him into the water. Get rid of everything. All right. So I know more about King of Monsters than I do 2014. So I'm going to have to put this one probably last with Umbreon only because I didn't like I had no connection. Like Samuel Jackson pissed me off. And I didn't really like I like I said from the get go is I didn't really have a connection with any of the humans 
in this one, which is fine. I thought the movie was still good, but I just I'm also different when it comes to movies. I just had more connection with the people in Kong Skull Island, so I'm gonna have to put it last. So we got two for last and two for number two. So it's up to me. Ooh, tiebreaker. Oh break my it. God. Break it, break it, break it, break it, break it, break it. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. The, uh, to be honest, I think everything about, like, uh, for me, twenty the 2014 Godzilla, the, the thing that really kept me going through the whole movie was just Godzilla. Godzilla fighting the Mutos. I didn't give a shit about anybody human-wise in that movie other than Serizawa and and uh, uh, what was it? what was her name his his assistant there. Uh, that's the only two you human characters you? I cared about. Other than that, no one. I gave a shit about nobody in that movie. Like I didn't care about like I I just wanted to see these monsters fight because that was literally the only good writing in that movie. So I'm gonna put and I, so I think that the the these two barely squeak it out above that because I think that the motivations are really stupid. Um. But I'm gonna I'm gonna put it at since we have a number three uh, slot. I was gonna say because I for me number four is the 2014 movie, the the military from 2014. I'll, I'm gonna put this at number I'm gonna put this at number three. Uh, uh, so, well, actually, so I'm gonna put it at no. number two because technically we don't have a number two, so it's gonna be number two for this week, and then next week it's probably it could change. So how do we delve this tiebreaker? Because there's two for fir- there's two for two. Uh, no, no, my bad. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's three for number two, three for number yeah. two, and then yeah. So right now the list, <laughs> the list is Samuel Jackson from Kong Skull Island. Number two is Jonah and Emma Russell from Godzilla King of the Monsters, and number four. Now we'll do it as number three for right now is the military <laughs> from Godzilla 2014. Um, the only that, one who gets that, to skip that, all the way down to last is that week. terrible Ford Brody. All right. You want, you want to know a weird fact, name. though? A weird fact real quick is that I think if I didn't know Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things, I would have enjoyed her character more. I think I enjoy her as Eleven so much that I expect so to much. see her as something else. Yeah, I expected so much from her, which yeah. she, I'm not saying she played the part like bad. I'm not saying that at all, but I just enjoy her so much as 11 that it, I just couldn't connect with her as much. Cause I, I connect with her a lot. In well, I mean, that's just thing. like Charles dance character. Cause I mean, you know, him, you know him from game of Thrones so much. It's like, yeah. ah, this I, is I, not, I, you. <laughs> I mean, you're still a villainous asshole, but right. No, it's this I, is not your character. And that's, what's weird about me is that there's so many, um, movies and TV shows where, I'll I'll watch a specific show or TV show that I really love with one character, and I get to know them as that character, and then I watch them in something else. Not, and I, not saying they play it wrong or that they're bad. I just don't appreciate it as much because I love them as the other person. And yep. no, I guess not. All right, so, so we um, have two more lists to do, or two more rankings to do, and then we are done. Uh, this next one is going to be the uh, we'll say the the bad monsters of the monsterverse, meaning. Uh, so right now the list was it skull crawlers at number one, yeah. yes, and uh, the mutos at number two. So where are we putting Ghidorah? Should we put Rodan or should we just have Ghidorah? Because yeah, Ghidorah yeah. Was, yeah, yeah. Put, together. Dan okay, has we'll to put go. Ghidorah and Absolutely. Rodan. We'll 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 kind of like we know the other Titans exist, but. These are the two prominent titans. So where are we ranking Ghidorah and Rodan compared to the Skullcrawlers and the Mutos? DNA Gaming, start us off. 
one. Of course. Yeah, holding up Ghidorah, you know, is going to be number one. <laughs> but now, but now, where do you put Rodan? No, no, no they're going to be grouped. Together. They're going to be grouped. Oh, you're just going to group them together? Yeah, because it's in one movie. They are the bad okay. monsters of this okay. movie. We're going See, by movie, not so, by so, monster. So yeah. I, 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 that's weird to me because I think King Ghidorah is number one, but I think Rodan's under Skullcrawlers. Okay, listen. So, this is how this goes, okay? We're <laughs> ranking them based on movies. Okay, we're not going to do this whole... We're not... No. He uh, said, fuck your opinion. We're basing so, them off of the movies. Do you have anything oh, else? Oh, okay. Know? Well, if we go off his poster, his poster's pretty badass, so I guess... <laughs> so um, I can stay number one. Well, I'm going to go with him. Obviously, I'm going to say number one. And All this right. is my second favorite design of Rodan outside of the original 56 version. But yeah, number one. Umbreon. I mean, there's already three votes, but what's cool? Let's just have, I mean, you're also wearing a Ghidorah <laughs> shirt. So of course, I mean, listen, it's number one for me too. Ghidorah is badass. Rodan is badass. This movie was fun as hell. I love these characters. Number one. You're putting in number two? Oh, under the skull crawlers? Oh, oh. No future spoilers. It's number one right now. My list does not reflect your list. I genuinely appreciate it. This is my show, so this is my list. So, (laughs) a higher list than yes, number one. I genuinely appreciated the Muto, but that's a different story. Listen, I enjoyed them too. Okay. But right now, the final. But in the the series, no, no. Literally, Ghidorah is. Ghidorah is Godzilla's oh, oh, over series. Yeah. Ghidorah is Godzilla's strongest damn enemy. Yeah. Over time. 100%. There's no way you don't put him number one. Next week might be a different situation, yeah. but as of <laughs> Ghidorah and Rodan, yeah. it, it's, it's, it's almost a runaway number one at this point. Next week pending. It's, it's remotely not for discussion. All right. So our list after this week is number one, Ghidorah and Rodan. Number two is the skull crawlers. And number three is the Mutos, but that could all change next week with Godzilla versus Kong. But our final ranking is the film itself. Right now, the ranking goes Kong skull Island at number one and Godzilla 2014 at number two. Where are we putting Godzilla King of the monsters? Why is 2014 and number two? He's just automatically put at number four. Just, well, I mean, I mean, just just as 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 it was, I mean, it had to be number two. Yeah. Plus, we maybe only reviewed maybe, two movies. Maybe I mean, everybody might not like you know this movie or Kong vs Godzilla. There, there is potential. Come on, come on, Nemesis. Figure out how we do rankings, okay? I, I, well, I ranked it premature. Okay, when it comes to Ford Brody, he deserves to automatically be at number four. That's the only one that deserves to just jump down to the bottom. Okay. Well, let's do this. <laughs> DNA Gaming, start us off. Where are you putting this? On you. Oh, gosh. I don't know. Do you need a minute? Yeah, I need a minute. I bullshit some stuff right. for a while. Okay. Do it. Number two. Number two. And it's a number two for a very specific reason. Is while as much as I, I love this movie for the references, the music, the sound, and everything else, and I adore it for that, but I think from an enjoyability standpoint, I still enjoy Kong Skull Island a little bit better. It's coming from a hardcore Godzilla. Literally, 
literally the same. I feel exactly the same. This movie is fun as hell. I love, I mean, I'm not into, I'm not as, I'm nowhere near you guys when it comes to lore and all that stuff, but I enjoyed the hell out of this movie. Um, I, I love the, the, the monster or the Titans and all that stuff, but the, the, I don't know. I just Kong was just, it felt different for me. Like from front to back, this that movie just was enjoyable. There was some lull moments in Godzilla King of the Monsters where for me, I'm going to put it at number two as well. Do you have a comment? Uh, no. You rank the movie. Are you still, are you still thinking? All right, Nemesis, while she's still thinking it over, what are you thinking? I'm torn. All right, so I... I definitely am gonna I'm gonna put it number two, but I, I'm gonna explain why. So uh we just totally bummed out Umbreon. Yeah, <laughs> well it, it okay. takes me out of it takes me out of the race and no longer even have a have so, a second year. So Kong, I I I think I had more of connection with Kong growing up than I did Godzilla, so I think that had a part of it. But also I, I did appreciate this I didn't appreciate their name, but I appreciate the the design of the skull crawlers and everything was i i just had a real big connection with the humans the characters and everything in kong Island. but also dan is a big part of i had more appreciation when he told me about the one of the movies that you told me about where they took the design of when kong was falling down and the thing was crawling up after him or something like that oh or, it was yeah the oh, skull crawl yeah skull skull crawler. Crawler. over the bridge and the thing was climbing yeah. up the vine trying to get to the guy on the other side of the bridge yeah yeah that's, that's really so knowing about that like it was really cool to think like I actually rewatched it after that. And it was really cool to think about. Um, I just, I don't know. I just, I think I've had more of a connection towards Kong, even the Jack black one. Like I just, I grew up watching more Kong things than I did Godzilla. So it was easier to connect with it. And so for me, it's, I'd have to put the Godzilla movie at number two. I mean, you could still give your reasoning why you're not putting it at that. You're going to put it at number one. Umbreon. We still want to hear it. Who's the best form? You are. I mean, if you want my honest, if you want my honest full breakdown, said I went into Kong Skull when I went to watch it in theaters with low regards. I did not like the Peter Jackson movie. It left a very sour taste in my mouth. The OG King Kong, and I believe it was the second King Kong movie. Those were the only King Kong movies I liked, but I did not hold them into a regard as I do Godzilla. I mean, I literally have numerous Godzilla tattoos. So clearly, my allegiance is foreign, but I'm taking my personal love, and I'm, I'm taking everything out, out, of the, out, out of the form. The monsters based alone. I mean, you literally bring four of the seven biggest monsters in the Godzilla movies. Like, you're bringing Godzilla, Rodan, Mothra, King Ghidorah. You are bringing a all-star buffet of, of kaiju to the table. You took a risk on Kong Skull Island with... Clearly, you have Kong. But... You know, OCs can be very, very flip-flop, even though there was a reference to previously. But also, you know, look look at how well the, 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 the Muto really did for 2014. 
you know, OCs can be very much a, a, a flip of flip yeah. of a coin whether it's going to work or not. You bring a star set of cast; they deliver well. I thoroughly enjoyed the characters from King of the Monsters more than I did with with Kongska Island. They're both great in their separate regards in what they bring to the table. At the end of the day, I've got to lay down and say I thoroughly enjoyed King of the Monsters the most. And this is also knowing that I went through a drought of 2014 to 2019 itching, scratching, and like, come on, man. I need this movie. I need my fix, man. It's crazy. That was five years between Godzilla and and Godzilla King of the Monsters. That's not the bad part. The last Toho movie we had gotten before the Monsterverse was 2004 Godzilla Final Wars. We did not receive another Godzilla movie until 2014. We went a whole literal decade of radio silence, no nothing. It it was that whole, come on, man, I I need my fix. I've made my, I've made some of my my known issues made with this movie. However, like I said, I mentioned at the somewhat beginning of this podcast, I have a lot more of negative things that I want to tear into this movie. Um, I think my biggest attractor was the whole when King Ghidorah lifted Godzilla into space and dropped him on Boston. He dropped him from space. He literally, he, he became a meteor. That is a megaton meteor drifting into Boston. That's not just a small crater. That is that is Avengers Rise of Ultron on a larger magnitude. That is wiping out majority of the East Coast. That's not just a oh, he just lands back. Just where he's land where he lands. So like We're taking out almost the entire yeah. East Coast magnitude of a of a meteor that scale yeah something like that's a a very bad detractor there but looking at the characters the action the runtime and just the 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 thrill going through i can't i can't i can't place kongsu island above this but i will put kongsu island at two above the abomination of what was 2014 and really, I, I I don't see I I don't see twenty fourteen moving up in the rankings no, next. Like well, I mean, it, listen, it's we're, we, that's the thing about this is we, you know we all got our own opinions. I think we all probably have our own lists on what movie is better than the other. Like like I said, like this is a a, a very enjoyable movie. I had a lot of fun with it. It's a blast. I just I yeah, just as the same. I literally whatever everything Dan said is exactly how I felt about Kong. I just felt more. Like it just from front to back, that movie just kept me going the whole time. Yeah, it, it, did it, you it, say, did, did you you did you pick yet? No, no. She's still picking her nose. Though. I am not. No, <laughs> I mean it doesn't matter. I would, I would have to put it at one, just oh. because I love Ghidorah. Always have, always will. The cinematography was. Spot on. I think the cinematography they, they, in all of these films are fantastic. Not twenty fourteen. Yes, I still yeah, will give yeah, twenty fourteen. We'll just twenty fourteen had good had good visuals. 
but and it, sound, it, was, it, that was, was it. it was so dark. It was almost always a nighttime. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, don't mind me. It's something unrelated. No, I'm not done. We actually got daytime shots in King of the Monsters, which is something that we really all. It's something we all were like, you know, hey, we appreciate what you did, but I mean, all of your monster shots and fights were like all at nighttime. It was nice to have that broken up and have somewhat of, of daytime shots and some type of daytime interactions like it was a nice breath of fresh air yeah now did you have more and and just the little nuances here and there that they 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 put in like i don't know i came into the godzilla game later but he's like schooled me on most everything this went into the godzilla game it's not pretty uh, well, Ever. it's been since we've been married, so or got together, so 15 years ago. That's when I got into the game. You don't want to know the first Godzilla movie me and Nemesis watched when we were kids. You say 19, I, I swear to God, I will I, back. It, it, unfortunately, that was it, dude. I, I, I There's nothing else I could tell you. I, we, I've, oh, nine, I will tell you right now. Was the was Godzilla. I mean, I knew uh, of Godzilla, but Godzilla ni- of 98 was the, what I was introduced, knowing I, it wasn't the legit Godzilla. I am so sorry that that was your introductory point. That's it should have just been called the Large Lizard. They named it Godzilla. We, we've talked about this. They named it Godzilla because of the name. They they yeah. called it Godzilla because yeah. of the name recognition. It would have it would have you know got people to the, to the theaters to see the movie. It had nothing to do with any of the lore and anything that's connected to you know the toho godzilla and this is where dan backs me up this is why we refer to that one as gino yep godzilla in name only yeah i mean that's what it is it's it's it, what it is. It's, it's piss poor All they, right, they so couldn't we, make anything else yeah so we are at the three hour mark which is means this is the longest podcast we've done so far in the well only it's the third episode but so i figured <laughs> so with our vote being three to two, the new rankings for the MonsterVerse is number one, Kong Skull Island, number two, Godzilla King of the Monsters, and number three, Godzilla 2014. Next week is the finale of the MonsterVerse, meaning we are going to be doing Godzilla versus Kong. Now, I usually show the movie on Discord on Saturdays before we do the podcast. Unfortunately... Because Godzilla or because Godzilla versus Kong is going off of HBO Max on Friday, I am going to be showing it on the Discord probably Thursday night around 11 p.m. Eastern time. I know it's late, but because of my work schedule, that's what I have to do. Uh, so if you got anybody here uh, is interested in watching Godzilla versus Kong, you haven't seen it yet, or you just want to watch it again, I will be throwing it up on the Discord on Thursday, 11 p.m. Eastern time. So I'm going to be watching it again because I need to. I've only seen it uh, the day it came out, so I got to refresh myself on the little the little things, you know. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to talk about this movie because because Kong's back for one, and I like I said, I love Kong, I love Godzilla, and they get Monk. to fight in this movie. So, um, but thank you all for being here, Umbreon. Thank you for for coming in, uh, and uh, looking forward to having you back next week. Said I look forward to being a being a stable here as long as you're willing to tolerate me. I, I absolutely enjoy this. So it's my honor, it's my blessing to to be with a a, a well group of people. And DNA, 
Thank you so much for coming out again. And I'm looking no, forward to having you. you guys back for the finale of the monsters. All I, uh, Aradella, all I request is that you make great notes like that again. Okay. The okay. Wolf, I'll, wolf, add, wolf I'll add sound effects too. <laughs> yeah. I, I couldn't not look at that. <laughs> I was like trying so hard. I was like, I'm going to click on this and I'm not going to laugh. And then it See, goes, that's, that's the thing is you got to have somebody who's super knowledgeable <laughs> about the films to, to kind of, keep me on course for the plot well, because I could literally watch the movie five minutes before we do this podcast and I still forget things so I know I'm looking at my notes I'm like <laughs> wait what did this mean <laughs> so yeah so next week chat we are doing Godzilla versus Kong review it's full of spoilers remember this podcast is full of spoilers so if you have not seen the movie and you want to see the movie like I said we're doing the discord movie night on Thursday uh, 11 p.m. Eastern time um, or you know if you have HBO Max I recommend watching it um, it is off HBO Max on Friday uh, April 30th um, so make sure you you catch it before it's gone um, but yeah we'll be back here Sunday 8.30 p.m. Eastern time to do that. And uh, and then, yeah, chat, after that, we're doing the Jaws movies, which I am super pumped about. So looking forward I'm, to that. I'm right here with you. That, that, that's going to be fun breaking that gonna apart. Be, it's going to be one of the – it's going to be great. Um, but, yes, thank you, everybody, for for hanging out. DNA and Umbreon, thank you for being here. Uh, Nemesis. I mean, you're here every week. You're going to be here every week. Oh, <laughs> but thanks anyways. Who's, who's nemesis? <laughs> I'll use your real name. I don't care. I'll use it's, your government name. We'll call you Parker. Parker too. No, that's horrible. Call me nemesis. That's Parker Square. Uh, the, hey um, Parker. The, hey Parker too. What? Parker Junior. I've heard you call. <laughs> I've heard you call him by his real name before. I, I have, what's my yeah. What's my real name? I don't remember what it is, but I've heard him call you by it. I was like, who's he talking about? Uh, All right. Well, have a great night, everybody. For now. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Make sure everything is, is good.